see me, that. See me, see me hooping in the background? See me hooping in the background? That was you? No. no. Oh. It, it was him, actually, what? just in his younger days. Like 40 yeah. years yeah. ago. A lot, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of gray hairs ago. You want to watch? You want to watch it again? You want to watch it again? Yeah, one more time. One more time. I'll watch it one more time. You know how you know it's not me? Yeah, that dude traveled. That's how you know I don't travel. <laughs> I, I don't travel. That's, that's why. You know, how, you know how else you know it ain't him, H? Because that dude did is spin moves. What? <laughs> Dude was why you, the reason why you know that that's it, that's not tone because that dude is dribbling, he ain't shooting. Mm. Right. Yeah, he didn't, it didn't end with the shot. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, your your basketball career, fluent, how's uh, how's the draft going? Draft's going well. Draft's going well. Uh, I've interviewed uh, seven teams so far, so we're gonna be okay. bringing. You know, we got to edit some footage and then and then bring it over. Um, and then we'll start showing you the. The information that's been happening, the the conversations I've been having having with teams, uh, the workouts. I have I have bits and pieces of the workouts. Um, okay. Just you know, we want to put we're gonna put a little mixtape together. Um, right. I'm sure I have a preview somewhere. Yeah, well, well you have to you have to drop it. Uh, what's up, chat? How are you guys all doing? Uh -oh. Watch this pass. Whoa! Hey, I oh, can there pass. you are. I see you out there. I can pass. Here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I believe what's this? Sorry, that's for sure a three. That's for sure a three. That's money, baby. <laughs> Just pull that away real quick. That is definitely not a pass. Let's be clear about that. No, no, that was a shot. No, no, I, I pulled I dropped. I don't want to show too much. I don't want to show too much. Uh so I want to read off our new members. Um, if you guys aren't already, make sure to subscribe to Players Choice. Um, but we've got Several of you guys that have become members, so shout out to y'all. McFrosty, uh, Vari Tanks, just Nocturno, Jalen King, Love TJ, and Jason the Kid. Shout out to you guys for joining. Oh, we got a few more. We got one buddy, one B Chris, Activity, Ali, KT. Uh, so shout out to y'all. We appreciate you guys for joining. Um, and Leaf, yes, I see you in the chat. I understand uh, we 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 might have to get you on a little bit later. You've been talking all season, uh, but at least on my end, I don't know about Jay, but I'm sure he shares the sentiments. Although I did see your TikTok video where you were calling out that one guy, but but I think what? he had probably said uh, said talked a lot, so it was probably well deserved. But Leaf, um, all, all all I have to say is it was a great game. Um, and I, I think that you guys have something really special. We definitely underestimated the Packers. So I'll show you a little bit of love there. But Jay, any thoughts? <laughs> it was just, it was crickets, to be honest with you, H. Mm -hmm. If we if we being honest, it was it, it was crickets. I talked to him yesterday, and it was crickets. I had actually had to pry it out of him. Yeah. Because it was it was just something that was just gonna go right over. It was just gonna go right off. It was, it was just going to go right away, and he yeah. wasn't going to say a word about it until we actually got to the end of the show. And in the process of us getting to the end of the show and him going off, I had I had mentioned, so you're not going to say nothing about what happened Sunday. So that's just we, – we, we're not going to talk about Sunday. Well, what happened Sunday? I was like, I'm out. I'm good. We don't have to – it's, it's obvious where we are. But then he came back, and he came back, and then 
He still didn't give us credit, even though I know for a fact. I'm not on the fence about this. I know for a fact. Had they beaten us, that would have been the first thing that I heard. Oh, 100%. 100%. I would have saw laughing. I would have. <laughs> yeah. The first thing that I would have heard. Yet, until I said something, he wouldn't have said a, he wouldn't have said a word about it if I didn't say nothing. He wouldn't yeah. have said a word. He would have just stepped off. So it is what it is. All right. That's what we in the NFC championship game. And I'm getting a lot of uh yo G Detroit, we need this. So what am I supposed to because y'all ain't been there and, and y'all ain't been to the NFC championship since I was a senior in high school? I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to feel good for you guys. I would feel good for you guys if it wasn't against my boys. Right. If it was against somebody else, I might actually rock a Detroit Lions jersey. Yeah, if it was yeah. if it was somebody else, but it's my boys, so we, well, I'm 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 all for us just choking the life out of y'all. One hundred percent, I am. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I just I, <laughs> I I understand that Detroit, you know, they're the underdog, and yeah, I'd I'd be with them. I'd be riding with them all the way if it was against you know Dallas or the Eagles. I understand, but I. I I just don't understand the unnecessary hate that the Niners are getting over, you know, the Chiefs or the Ravens, um, and especially geared at Brock Purdy. That's been frustrating to see. Um, a lot of people are going to backtrack that take, I think, as the season progresses. So we'll see. But we'll definitely get into some NFL uh, picks later in the show. Fluent, how are you doing? I'm not saying he was dozing off because <laughs> the Bears wasn't in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Sure, if the Bears in the NFC Championship game, H. We'd have a half an hour show dedicated. You know how I feel about the Packers. So, yeah. you know, my reverse psychology juju by picking them worked. But at the same time, you know, missed kick, uh, some questionable calls. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The script. I don't know if you saw the script. Here's So I, I have the script, right? right? Let me read it to you. Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup on February 11th. I don't know who, I don't know who wrote so, that. So the, the Canada, script, right? This, this is on the news, right? The, the, the script was leaked. Yeah. However, however, let's not put it past the NFL. Let's not put it past the NFL to change the script because now you have an interesting thing here. Very which interesting. Is. Which is, this is looking to be, and I'm sorry, this this hurts you guys, and it's not about who's the better team here, but you know, it's about selling tickets and making money. This is looking to be the Taylor Swift M&M Bowl, which mm. if you're going to bring in the most fans from outside, you're going to get all the NFL people. You want to get all the other people? Well, you have Taylor Swift and Eminem at the game with their Chiefs versus their Lions and Lovey Dovey over here, Kelsey, who's too good for Tariq Hill, you bum. Um, and 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 Taylor Swift doing stupid dances with Patrick Mahomes' wife up in the crowd, and then Eminem being Eminem. Uh, that's gonna be a more entertaining for non-football fan matchup. So just be careful. Be careful. That's all I'm saying. It, be be you, I, I don't the hate it. Writers are now against you. They were on your side. Now they're against you. I don't hate it, Tone. And the reason why I don't hate it is because of exactly what you said. The Super Bowl is entertainment. Entertainment. And at the end of the day, this the, the biggest football weekend of the year has to be, again, the biggest entertainment package of the year. So that being said, I wouldn't be surprised, but just not in this particular situation. This might be the only time. This might be if if that was the Super Bowl, by the way. Just I'm jumping ahead. I know. I would absolutely. Who just got traded? Damian Lillard is starting in the All Star game. 
That's not surprising. Damian Lillard is starting. What? Why is that surprising? Why is that surprising? Who? Which that two Damian guys? Damian Lillard is starting in the All Star game. You you must wow. Jay. You must not be familiar with his game because in the West, I'm very familiar. No matter with if he's game. first in the West wow. or if he's twelfth in the West, wow. Damian Lillard is a starter. <laughs> Damian Lillard is starting in the All Star game. Yeah, he's game. got pull. He's got pull, Jay. Wow. All right. He knows some people. <laughs> Okay, that's I mean, okay. and actually, this is a perfect segue into uh, into our first topic. Our main topic is the Doc Rivers trade. Now, I'm curious to know both of your. your th- Sorry, I guess I. I it keep is saying, that tone. I keep saying. If we being, if we being, that's what it is. Uh huh. I keep saying that because I keep saying that the Bucks acquired Doc Rivers, even though he he mm-hmm. you know he found his way in, and maybe he's kind of been. Uh, Within earshot the whole time is what it's been sounding like. But, Jay, you know, we just the whole way that the situation was first leaked on on CNN before Woj would address it, before Shams would address it, um, before ESPN. I know Shaq and Candace Parker, they had uh, a pre-recorded segment uh, almost knowing that this was going to come out. So, I mean, everyone was well aware that this was most likely the guy that was going to step in for Adrian Griffin. But... He's also the third winningest coach as a rookie head coach. Okay. So this guy, I mean, he, he, he fulfilled the job almost to a T with what he was given, right? The defense was lacking. Uh, but is somebody like Doc Rivers going to come in with the exact same pieces and, and really switch this thing up and, and get them further than maybe Adrian Griffin would have gotten them. So uh, this is our situation now. Uh, the Bucks seem quite excited. If you saw their pregame uh, video that was going around yesterday, I, I it seems like they are on board with this whole thing. I'm uh, dying to it all. I'm not. They do that every game. <laughs> they do that every game. They don't do that. No, no, no. This, they this they one, do that every day. But anyway, this, keep going. Keep this, one going bit, this one was a little bit different, Jay. But yeah, I mean, talk to me about how you feel. Is this situation sus at all with how Doc Rivers was on the outside? Uh, apparently, he is being an advisor to Adrian Griffin throughout this whole time. Um, what have you taken from the situation? I guess we'll start there. Tone, I just hit you with something not too long ago. And what did I say about the Milwaukee Bucks? Power rankings coming to you live from Jay slash chill via the BR report. Um, seventh. He hasn't ranked seventh. And mm. what, what else did I have in there about them being ranked seventh? I, 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 you sent it to me right before the show. I didn't okay, get that. So, 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 so I'll, I'll, I'll fill you guys in. I've said it before, and I'm not on the fence about it. The Milwaukee Bucks, the way they are presently constructed, are fool's gold. 100%. They are fool's gold. I did not like this hire with Doc Rivers, the way Adrian Griffin was ousted. I didn't like it. I think it was right from the beginning. It stinks to high heaven. Now, in the words of my ma- in the words of my good friend Tone, when you fail, fail fast. 100% you do. Now, Milwaukee, they looked at Adrian Griffin. We may have the wrong guy. And they may have the they may have the wrong guy based on how he was handling his players, him getting into it with Bobby Portis, the back and forth between him and Giannis. Giannis is going to say the politically correct things on TV. I invited him to my wedding, and I dug the guy, and all of that and, and all of that's sort of good stuff. At the end of the day, this is about fit. The thing that I don't like, H, is I don't like the fact that Doc Rivers was there as a consultant. First and foremost, 
that tells me that Doc Rivers was your guy from the beginning, but you couldn't hire him last year because the way Philly went out in the playoffs. You couldn't do that because that just looked bad. Doc was awful. Philly was awful. Joel Embiid, didn't, Joel Embiid came up small. Uh, James Harden came up small. That Philadelphia 76ers team came up small all the way around. So with them coming up small, this Milwaukee team, which now is, has championship aspirations, why are we hiring Doc Rivers when he was up three? We was up three two in the series and gave it up again. So what we're going to do is we're going to mask that with hiring him as a consultant when he's who we really want. But we're going to hire him as a consultant. Then we're going to hire Adrian Griffin, even though we're not sure if he's the guy. And then it didn't take long because it started with guys like Terry Stout, who left right in the beginning of the season because he saw that Adrian Griffin, who I think is a good coach, and I think he could be a good NBA coach. I just don't think that this was his job. He saw right from the beginning that he was in over his head. And because he was in over his head, I don't want anything to do with this. And then it didn't take long for management to recognize that, that he was in over his head. So so let me ask you this, Chill. Why are they second in the league in, 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 in their record? They got the second best record in the NBA. Well, when you got a 31 and 15 guy or 31 and 12 guy, and you got Damian Lillard who can score, you can mask a lot of things. You can mask a lot of things. And that's basically what's been going on with this team. They've masked a lot of problems that they've had. We talk about their perimeter defense. Not only do we talk about their perimeter defense, we talk about how they are offensively, not just in transition, but in the half court. There's a lot of things with this crew that you watch, that I watch, that I'm thinking this could get exposed in the playoffs, and it will get exposed in the playoffs. Tone, what it reminds me of more than anything, it reminds me of the 2008-2009 Cleveland Cavaliers when they won 66 games, and I was all in, and my buddy was telling me the entire time, Jay, this team is fool's gold. Take the blinders off. Well, I've taken off the blinders. Milwaukee is fool's gold the way they are presently constructed. I'm, 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 I'm not surprised that they fired Adrian Griffin because they hired him to coach a different team. Now, I, I said this at the time of the hire. I said he's probably more suited to take on a young team because he's going to push them, and he's going to kind of got that that tough kind of Tom Thibodeau, uh, George Carl kind of attitude towards his players, and not everybody can handle that. And with a Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis, those guys could have probably handled his style. With a prima donna, never won anything, never will win anything, Dame Lillard, who doesn't play any defense, and that's not going to work, right? Because he's going to go crying crying in his pillow, Mary yelled at me, and that's exactly what happened. So I'm going to put the blame on Giannis for not being the man that I thought he was. Because every time LeBron gets a coach fired, we all poop on him. So we're going to poop on Giannis too because he could have stopped this from day one. He did not. He allowed Bobby Portis. He allowed Dame Lillard. He allowed these guys to sabotage this rookie head coach who came into a team thinking, hey, I got an elite perimeter defender. I have an elite uh, defender down low. in Giannis, the way that I used to play the way that I like to coach. We're going to be a very defensive-oriented team. Well, then they trade that away, and they trade away the dirty work guys, and they trade away the scrappy guys who you hate to play. Like, Listen, you hate to play against Grayson Allen, but when he's on your team, you're kind of like, yeah, I like guys like that. I like guys like that. You just like that, like that Pat like Nev kind of guy. Don't want to play against him. I like to have him on my team. So you get rid of all those guys, and you bring in this, this offense that, hey, 
people forget this is the number one points per game offense in the league, number two offensive rated team in the league. This is a team, balloon. See, this is a team that can score. They can't defend the, the, the for the if their lives depended on it. And I don't care if it's Adrian Griffin. I don't care if it's Doc Rivers. I don't care if it's uh, Popovich. I don't care if it's Phil Jackson. I don't care if Red Arbach came in and coached this team. They are going to get exposed in the playoffs, which I've said from the beginning because they have two guys in Malik Beasley and Damian Lillard who who think who think they're matadors. Ole! And that's their defense on the perimeter, and they're getting smoked. To this day, look at the, all the perimeter players that have had their biggest games of the season, all against the Bucks. That's not a surprise. The 30 and 13 record is fool's gold. It'll fool you into thinking they're a better team. So they had to make this change. Is it sus that they hired the guy? We don't like what Griffin's doing, but we're going to hire the guy who's advising him to do that? Yeah. Damn right, that's sus. You're damn right. Is it stupid? Well, now you're paying three coaches, you morons. So, yeah, financially, because you know how I feel about money, that is damn stupid for a small market team in Milwaukee. I use that term loosely. You're just throwing bad money on top of bad money. Everything they've done hasn't fixed the issue because it wasn't Bud's fault that Mike Budhoser that they lost last season. It was an injured Giannis and a team that just didn't step up. They had a and Middleton like they had injuries. They had all this stuff. It wasn't his fault. Is it Griffin's fault this time? No. Is he the right coach for this team? No. I I, I agree with that. He's not the right coach. But like that was your <laughs> you made that decision. You interviewed him. I guarantee you they they talked to Giannis before they hire a head coach. You always talk to your superstar player about who you're gonna hire. He signed off on it in the offseason. Right. What did it change that much? Did he interview that well? Did he trick him? Like, no. is he that smart that he tricked him? Or did he come in and say, hey, we're going to play tough, defensive, defense. This is how we're going to win it. Oh, oops. We traded all those guys away. So, you know, uh, it's it's it, all, all of this unless they make a trade. Now, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. They're going to make a trade, get a perimeter defender, and everything's going to be right in the world, or they're not. They're going to get exposed, and we're going to say, man, and I like Doc Rivers. Don't get me wrong. I like Doc Rivers. He's not a great NBA coach. He's not. He has shown more times than not that he doesn't succeed with talent than he does. That's factual. That's not opinion. I really like Doc Rivers. That is factual. Is that something you're making up, Tone? Is that your opinion? Go look it up if you don't trust me. (laughs) But, you know, it's just that's what it is. He's got talented teams who underachieve. So what are you going to do? Put them on a talented team? What do you expect? They're going to underachieve. <laughs> it's, so, and, and, and oh, go ahead, Jay. It also we we forget that players get coaches fired. This is not something that's unusual. Tone, did your yeah. man Magic not get Westhead bounced? Did that I, not happen? He said, "If you fire him or trade me, what that yeah. happened? Fire him this or trade me? A hundred percent, as he should." This is not the, the, the Orlando Magic. Did they not form a coup and get Brian Hill fired? Did that not happen? They ran him out. 100% Didn't Dwight Howard also get uh, Van Gundy canned? Yeah, Van Gundy got him canned. This happens. This is LeBron. Not LeBron got poor David Blatt, who was a good. He was actually a good coach. He was, and, and not only was he a good coach, they had a damn good team. Yeah, they were rolling. But they formed a coup and said, Tyloo, we gonna get this dude up out of here. You are our guy." This happens all the time, but we get so wrapped up in guys like Giannis, who I'm a huge fan of. I absolutely dig Giannis. 
And the fact that we see him as this lovable superstar who doesn't get in trouble, who's not around any a lot of, lot of problems, that he couldn't go to management or not even go to management or get with the guys and go, yo, this dude doesn't know what he's doing. We made a mistake. We need to get this guy up out of here. That happens. That is absolutely something that's going on. And to have a guy like Doc Rivers sitting in the back, quote unquote, consulting H, that's what's going on. He's consulting. So here's what I'm going to do. And I brought this I, I brought this up on the panel a couple of days ago, Tone. So I want to make sure that I'm clear. Tone and I, uh, me, me, and my, me and my buddy, he's talking to me. He's calling me. Yo, he wants to go out. He wants to have some dinner so we can talk about his relationship issues. And I'm telling him, yo, man, maybe you should take her out a little bit more. Maybe you should do this for a little bit more. And I'm consulting with him about what he should do. Meanwhile, he comes back to me and tells me, yo, Jay, this thing is not working, man. I'm, I'm, I tried and I'm not working. So the next day, after they, the, the, the same day that they break up, he sees me in the car driving off with his lady. No, no, no. Yeah. But hold on. No, no. You made it. No, no. You made that nice because you said you were telling her to take her out more. No, no, no. I'm telling Jay. I'm telling Jay. You know what? She ain't right, bro. Something wrong with that girl. I think she's stepping out on you. So Jay yeah. goes, yeah, I think you're right. And he starts accusing her. They break up. And the next day, yeah, she's stepping out on him. She's in my car. Yeah. She's that's a tone. That's what's going on. <laughs> and let me tell you, this is for all. I know there's a lot of young people who watch the show too. So I'm going to give you some business advice. If your boss ever says, this is Bob, he's going to be consulting you on your role. Run. Yeah run go apply for another job tomorrow because the only thing bob is 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 advising on is your exit strategy that's, that's the only thing he's trying to get you up out of there so, so i guess maybe jay you can help me understand uh from what i understand i think that coach bud was initially let go obviously last year after what occurred was that more of a scapegoat uh you know of this is something we see commonly in the NBA where we see a, a very bad failure, something that wasn't expected from Milwaukee, obviously. Um, and, and the next, usually the next thing that to happen is the coach gets let go. So um, I guess what was the, the, the purpose of moving on from him to then hire Adrian Griffin. And then now we're hiring a coach who, when we talk about coaches getting fired because players complain, well, that's exactly what happened with Doc last season, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's literally what, what happened between him and Harden. And, and well, we know the rest of the story there. Um, so yeah, what, what are your thoughts on, would you have kept Coach Bud? Would he have done a, a good job, you know, kind of working with a Dame Giannis duo? Or who would you have preferred come in other than Doc? Well, I think it would have been worse, to be quite honest with you, with Coach Bud. He was already skating on thin ice. Yeah. When I think about what was going yeah, on. Yeah, he that. he he had his issues, right? That's why he got yeah. fired. Yeah. Right. He was he was already skating on thin ice. I mean, the fact that they had won the NBA championship and the coach wasn't necessarily the problem, even though he had some scheme issues. I no, think no, he, uh, no, don't let's not let him off easy. He got fired because he did not make an in-game adjustment. Uh, uh, that's that, that's uh, I, was, I was getting to that. Tom. I, yeah. was, he, I was definitely but getting to that. Look, I don't want to. No, no, no. no. They, 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 had, they, they had some issues. They had some issues yeah. with, with, with health. And I think that if they would have been healthy, I think they would have been able to mask some of those issues. But the fact that they weren't healthy, that destroyed a lot of the schemes and a lot of the, a, a lot of the things that Coach Bud didn't adjust on. I think the final straw, the final straw with Coach Bud, and I bring this up all the time, was Apollo Creed and Drago. You're going to leave Drew Holiday on an island with Jimmy Butler. You're just going to let him get beat up. You're not going to throw the towel in. You're not going to jump in. You're not going to do anything to help him. You're just going to let him stay out there and let Jimmy Butler stomp on him. 
and not do anything. That was just a microcosm and the final straw of what had been going on Damn. with the Milwaukee Bucks. That was just a microcosm of it. And at the end, it was just time for a new coach. That team had won. That, that team was at the top of the, of the Eastern Conference last year. They were the number one seed, and they got bounced by an eight seed, which I'm not sure that Miami was an eight seed, but they got yeah. bounced by – they didn't lose to an eight seed tone. They got bounced uh -huh. by an eight seed. So I with mean. that being said, it was clear that where the direction that we were going in wasn't the right direction, so they needed to make a change. So making a change at the coach was to start. And when you make a change at the coach, you have to get it right, and they didn't. They and did the, not. And, right. and let's be clear, though. They Adrian Griffin and I told you guys this. I thought he, I I think I said I said if you remember when he was hired, I said I think he probably needed one more two years before he became a head coach. But that being said, that was their backup plan, right? So they initially who they wanted was Nick Nurse. They didn't get Nick Nurse, so they thought, hey, let's get someone from the Nick Nurse tree and hire his assistant. Why, because did, why didn't they get Nick Nurse? What was the why would they, why didn't they get? Why didn't they get Nick Nurse? I think Nick Why Nurse. Wanted, well, I think Nick Nurse wanted Philly over Milwaukee because he wanted to stick it to Toronto because he was really upset that Toronto let him go. And although the rivalry, it's the best rivalry that the Raptors had going over the last kind of five, seven years, is like Toronto fans hate the Sixers. Sixers hate the Raptors. Like they boo the crap out. They no one in Toronto go go walk around with an MB shirt. Might be the only time you don't someone bumps into you and doesn't say sorry. Right? You're gonna that might be that might start a fight. Um so he wanted to stick it to them. So he chose he was like he's like the Bucks will piss him off, but Philly will really eat him. So that's why so Nick Nurse chose Philadelphia for that reason mostly obviously you get the MVP and da, 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 you get a great team of course um so so they thought hey Nick Nurse won as a rookie head coach, being promoted from an assistant. Maybe we can, you know, lightning can strike twice, and we can get his assistant to step up, who's a defensive-minded coach. We have a def at the time. Don't forget, they had a defensive-minded team. That's who they hired him to coach. The team just completely changed. However, from the time they hired him until the start of the season, so it was You're talking about Milwaukee. He's the, the yeah Milwaukee. He's the, the logic doesn't check out there though, Fluent. Because think about right. it: what championship caliber team goes out and 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 seeks a rookie head coach, no matter who the they Raptors. came from? Like even Raptors. if it's you, Tony. Well, I'm talking about though. I'm talking about Milwaukee. I'm talking about Milwaukee. How they they would prefer to get a rookie coach that's in the same tree. No, as no, no, Nick no, no, no. They didn't prefer. They wanted Nick Nurse, and since they couldn't get him, they thought Adrian Griffin was the next best thing. I think it's still probably the same philosophies. Because again, with that team, not this team, with that team that they hired him on, you have if you have a guy who knows Nick Nurse's twenty-seven or thirty-two, excuse me, different defensive sets with Giannis. And 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 um, holiday anchoring that, yeah, you're gonna kill teams. You're gonna hold teams to 80 points. So so they thought, hey, we couldn't get the guy. Let's get the next best thing. That's what I'm saying. So they didn't go out looking for a rookie head coach. They were like, we want Nurse. We can't get him. Let's find the guy who knows all his stuff, all his tricks. But the problem was he didn't get that team. Yeah. He got a different team, right? That's why. And then it just that's when it blew right. up. But right. the, the 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 Nick Nurse hiring in Toronto was he really a rookie head coach though? Tony he was on that bench, so he just he moved over from one rookie, seat to the he never had. Listen, a rookie head coach means listen. If Chet Holmgren is a rookie in the NBA this year, then right. being promoted as an assistant to a head coach and it's your first head coaching job, you're a rookie right. head. 
You're a rookie head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know this. It's different. What the assistant does versus yes. what the head coach does. Moving over, that one, moving over one seat. Moving is, over that is, one chair is a big thing. not the same thing. It was the responsibility that comes yeah, with that, too. It's not the same There's thing. A, moving over that one seat is not the same. Yes. Oh, the, so that yeah, seat so is so a he, lot hotter. And it just it didn't, it didn't work, and that's fine. It doesn't always work, but I just, you know, I don't know that we've seen a coach at thirty and thirteen. Like we've seen coaches get fired in the middle of the season. Yeah. But a thirty and thirteen team that has a defensive-minded coach who's number one in offense, sorry, number two in offensive rating, number one in points per game. That that's rare. You know that that's not that's not the management. That's the players saying we're not playing for this guy. Um, um, last, uh, the Cleveland was 30 and 11 when Black got fired. They were number was, one in the East. They, the they, were, they was in first place in the Eastern Conference. It was 30 point. and 11. And by the way, the year before that, they were in the NBA championship before Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love got hurt. The next year, they were 30 and 11 and in first place before they before they ended up running him out of there. And I, I 100% believe that that was the players. I don't think right, that's that any 100%, 100%. So if you So if you're in this particular situation with Giannis, with Dame, with Bobby Portis getting into it with the coach at the end of a game at they after they've lost to the Indiana Pacers for the third time in four tries when Giannis is on the sideline getting into it with with coach Griffin it's obvious that there's a disconnect now don't get me wrong tone when you got a new group you're trying to sell your philosophy you're trying to sell what it is that 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 you're bringing to them the problem isn't the message the problem is the messenger tone you're a Lakers fan if you telling the team to sacrifice. Dell Harris telling the Lakers to sacrifice sounds way different than Phil Jackson telling them to sacrifice. Sure, those two things are not the same yeah. thing. So when Can Doc Rivers, up though, can you bring that that the, the surreal? Yeah, one because I don't get what the big deal is if players didn't want the coach like let him go. Then you've never no. played sports. No. That's not how it works. No. The coach is there to keep you in line. The coach is not there no. to be your friend. The coach is not there no. for you to like him. The coach is there is to put you in a situation to where you'll do what's best for the team. Not even what's best for you. Let's be clear. What's best for the team. Your needs don't matter, right? Phil Jackson was and Tex Winters, that triangle offense, was not the best for Jordan. It was He hated not. it. He hated, he hated it. it. But he that hated was it best for the team to win and mm-hmm. that's what matters so this this is very kind of an entitled comment right if they don't like the coach they should fire him yeah and everyone should get a damn trophy no the coach and is as, not there to be liked the coach is there as, to win. and as players and as players it's very much like it, it's very much like an adult situation where you need to be saved from yourself sometimes you can't always it's, it's not always the right thing that you think you should be doing sometimes you okay I got three fouls. Coach, I'm good. No, I know you. No, no you're not no, good. No, you're out. Yeah. yeah. And let's, you, again, like half, of this, no. half of this comment is correct. The coach is mm-hmm. there to win. Correct. Mm-hmm. Put players in the best positions to succeed. No. Put the players in the best position for the team to succeed. Right. I don't care if you only score five points and you want to score 20. means nothing. You need to be in a position to win. Now, if that means right. you have to score 20 or 40 or 10 or whatever, fine. But it's it's less about your individual whatever and it's about the team winning now sometimes those two go together sometimes they don't you needed guys like chris bosh to sacrifice for miami to win you needed guys like kevin, kevin love, love to sacrifice to win you needed guys like clay Doc. thompson oh i was gonna say clay thompson had to take mm-hmm. a step back when kd goes to the Warriors, right for them to win 
That's less right. about their personal success, more about the team. And there's a million examples of that. And that's what that's what really matters. So that's why right. I say this is odd for a team. That's why I say it's 100% player-driven is that you don't typically see a 30 and 13, 30 and 11 coach who's in first, second place get fired unless there's unless there's a, 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 a mutiny, right? That's what it's called, a mutiny. Right. And, that, and, that's what happened, and it happened. So, and, and on top of that, to add to that point, and we can move on from this, but yeah. in the middle of the season, this is not like this is at the end of the season where we find out that these guys had such a rift and there was such a divide between coaches. Tone, we almost at the we we're not at the all-star break yet, but we're, we're at the midpoint of the season. But we're getting close to fire a coach in the middle of the season. That tells me a lot about what's been going on there. It was clear that it was not, well, coach, maybe we should know. It was what are we doing? This is in clearly not working. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. In basketball, has a coach ever been fired? Right, they're forty something games in, so halfway through the season, and a new coach came on, and they win an NBA championship. I don't, it didn't I don't happen think so. in fifteen. It, 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 that's it. It happened in sixteen with uh with Tylo. That happened in sixteen. Was that what? Uh, what? That was that was forty one games in, right? Cleveland. Yep, that was halfway through the season. Forty one um, games in. Yep. Let's see. Phil Jackson was hired at the end of the season after the Bulls lost in the Eastern Conference Championship. So he ended nice. up. He, they didn't end up winning. But they didn't end up winning for another year. It was another year. Next year, that yeah, it, was, it took them another year. Tone, I don't. And when you're talking about getting getting hired in the middle of the season and winning the NBA championship that year, I mean, Mark Jackson, he got fired. They end up winning the NBA championship the next year. They ain't, they, they didn't do it in the middle of the season. So, so <laughs> it's just it's just the one, and that was a team that was in the final the year before and yeah. had the best player in the game. So yeah. it just see that kind of that kind of makes- doesn't happen often. It does yeah. not. Happen. And yes. NHL and MLB, I know NHL for sure. It's happened a couple of times, actually. Basketball, just not. It just it doesn't. And it makes me wonder almost, like, what is the perception, let's say, Doc were to do this? It does that because he's already, when we talk about thin ice, he's been on thin ice. I, I mean, we could get into how he continues to get jobs. I think that um, that's an interesting, you know, little segment we he's could not, go he's into. He's well-respected. He keeps getting jobs because he's very well-respected. Like, he knows basketball. Um I wouldn't hire him. So what is the perception, though? What Really quick, though. What's the perception of Doc Rivers if he goes to win a championship versus if he doesn't? Are they going to even give him credit? Or are they going to say, well, Adrian Griffin got him this far? Or, you know, like, we handed this. Like, what is the perception going to be at that point? Listen, if they're not 60, if they're not 60, and, like, if they don't win... 60 and, 60 and 21 60 and yeah 60 and 21 that's 80 yeah. 60 and 22 that's 82 games if, if they're not if they're not it's if they don't win 60 games because that's what they were on pace to do 59 whatever it was you're gonna people are gonna he's gonna have an out well it's about the playoffs it's about the playoffs mm-hmm. so it's gonna if they get knocked out in the first round mm, then we're gonna remember what, this, remember what this team was put together to do tony they didn't trade for dame lillard to make the playoffs. They didn't trade right. for Dame Lillard to go deep into the playoffs. Giannis, Giannis put this team on notice. That was There was a reason why he didn't sign that extension. Giannis put this team on notice and made it clear what they were doing, what he was doing. I'm not signing an extension because if we're not competing for the NBA championship every year, this is not something that I want to be a part of. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do, Giannis. We're going to make a trade for Damian Lillard to show you how serious we are about competing for the NBA championship. When they do that, you're telling you're telling the masses we are serious about winning the NBA championship. So getting to the playoffs, no. that's a that, that's a that's a foregone conclusion. 
We're going to the playoffs. Getting to the Eastern Conference semifinals, that's not a step ahead. That's where we were supposed to be anyway. Getting to the Eastern Conference championship, we've already been there. So there's no way we're getting to these spaces and not winning it. We have to, there's no way that we're getting to these spaces and it's a success. If we get to the NBA finals and we lose, well, at minimum, we were there. At minimum, we were there. But we have to at least get there because that's what this crew was put together to do, Tone. I know you said the masses, so I'm not going to disagree because you said the masses. But for me, I feel anyone that knows basketball knows signing, sorry, trading for Dame Lillard was a cop-out. It was not. It was not a good move. It was not a championship move. You're you're you had a championship team and you ruined it because you want. Of course, they want to follow the crowd and bring in stars. They they traded away a name. Sorry, they traded away a game for a name. Okay, Dame. This is not Dame three, four, five years ago. This is Dame now. Who? Yes, he can still score. Blah blah. Sure, but this team is not built for a Dame Giannis combo. This team was built to be a different, a defensive team. And you can't just flip the switch overnight and become this different team. And everyone's like, oh, but it's working. Well, it didn't work. They're firing their coach. It's not working. But didn't they bring it because it was Giannis was at that point where it was saying, you bring me a star. No, no. But they, yeah, but we all know players can demand trades. That's, that's no secret. I mean, I don't care. I got I you. I understand that. But I, years. no, I, but it doesn't matter. Man, though, it. Like these days, it just doesn't matter. So it was almost to like say to Giannis, we've got you. We're here. Like we're, we're going to give you what you want on top of the yeah. contract. And, and every no. time, and sorry, I shouldn't say every time because then someone will give me an, an exception. The vast majority of the time, vast, 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 like 99% of the time when you give a player what he wants, if it, it, it backfires and it blows up in your face, it does not work. That's why players aren't GMs. Look at the players who've become GMs. Very few of them, yes, there's an exception. Jerry West, okay. Very few of them know what they're doing. Very few players, right? I, I bring up the greatest player of all time. Michael Jordan did not want Charles Oakley traded for Bill Cartwright. Guess what? That was the best thing that would they ever did, right? Like that's that's it doesn't matter what you want as a player, it matters what's best for the team, and that's where teams are getting in trouble because they continually do, do that. But Mike, let us do our job. You you, yeah. you you do your job and you let us do our job. This is gonna work. Just trust us. Trust us here. This is going to work. Bring, I always bring up. I always bring up LeBron. LeBron. If it was up to let's Shabazz Napier. He's the best. He's going to be a point god. Who the hell's that? Who with the, those guys with broadcast voice? Who? I love that thing that when they do that. Like you can't okay. listen to players. You cannot listen to players. It sounded like a good idea because you think about who Shabazz Napier was at the time. Connecticut had just won a national championship. He was one of the best point guards in the country. And yes, it looked good on the surface. No, no, no. Let G, let GMs listen. GMs get it wrong too. But let GMs be GMs. You be let coaches coach and players play. Like yeah. when it comes to basketball, I'm not saying outside of basketball. I'm not saying shut up and dribble. I'm not saying that. Go right. talk your whatever. I'm talking for the court. Let the yeah. GM GM. Let the coach coach. Let the players play. And yeah, hey, you communicate with each other. But the whole like you cannot be letting players. Be like, I'm coming to your team, and there's you know seven new players that have to come along with me. Yeah, it doesn't it rarely works. I'm sorry, because I'm sure there's ex- there's exceptions for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get through a few of these super chats. We've got one from Football CF Candy. Uh, they didn't get Cliff, got Waldron two top 10 picks. Yes, I'm very happy that's the Bears, uh, because they were, they were flirting with Cliff 
Kingsbury, which is great because now I don't have to become like a Packer or a Lion fan or something. Yeah. Um, so they got Waldron from the Seahawks. <laughs> Um, they got two top ten picks. Uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see what they're gonna do with it. Like the good. The, listen, I've always said this before. You know, I said this with Coach Jackson last week. Remember, I said because the clock is ticking on the money, and that's why they might go with you know drafting a quarterback instead of sticking with Fields and then building around him. Yeah. The only good news is because Fields hasn't won a lot and he's been a little bit injured, they might get him not on the cheap, but they might get a a fairly team friendly deal with him so you know better so i could they have a lot to build around they do have a lot they have a lot of two top 10 draft picks a new oc they, they, they've got uh, i don't want to get the uh, crazy about it oh, but it know. sounds like it, it sounds tone like your quarterback and I, let, let's just use justin fields for an example it sounds like it's a good thing that your quarterback isn't awesome in the beginning it's a, probably a good thing that Later on down the line, like let's say like in year three, when we're getting closer to that contract, where we don't have to overpay for them, where we can get them at a at a at a price that's reasonable and we can still build, as opposed to like he comes out and he's Patrick Mahomes. Well, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. It's because it, it it's a it's a it's a good problem per se because we're gonna win, but it's also a it's also a huge problem because we're gonna have to pay this guy big. That's how the Warriors got to, that's how the Warriors became who they were. And this is in every sport. And there's, listen, with the one exception of Patrick Mahomes, who won as the fifth highest quarterback last year, that was the first time ever a top five paid quarterback won a Super Bowl. You win one of two ways. You win with kind of a quarterback who's on their rookie deal, a la the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. The second Wilson got paid, you saw what happened. Uh, Option two is your quarterback, and this is what the Packers have been wonderful at doing. You bring in a quarterback and they sit for a couple of years because then you assign them to an extension because they're sitting and now you have a team-friendly deal. So now you have seven years uh, you know, to build around a team-friendly deal. Um, the second your quarter get back gets paid, like the fact, listen, the fact that the Chiefs are in their sixth straight, a- or Patrick Mahomes is in his sixth straight AFC championship game, getting paid what he's getting, losing all the pieces they've lost, just goes to show you he is the exception to the rule. He is... Is that what you just said, Tom? Did you say six straight? Since he's been a starter. Every single year he's been a starter. He goes to the AFC Championship game. And, 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 yeah, it's just... it's He's the exception to the rule. Do not use him as an example. For more than half the decade. So for more than half the decade, my team is a game away from going to the bowl game. So there's, there's there's a kid right now, Tone, that was either in the fifth grade, from the fifth grade to the tenth grade, that doesn't know the Kansas City Chiefs not either not being in the Super Bowl or being in the AFC Championship right now. Right That's now, kids and kids and KC are spoiled right now. Rotten. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. For the record, um, why is how I know I know that it's not just votes, but Halliburton and Trey Young had more votes than. They did. And Lillard. So the yes, coaches said, nah, we're gonna put in Lillard. Well, it is an offensive game. So I, I think it's 25. I think the way it works is 25% is the votes. I think another 25% goes to coaches. It's something like that. It's not what it was where the fans just vote Dominate. for that's yeah. it. It's not just like that anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, which is probably, I mean, let's be honest, who would you prefer to see in an all-star game, Halliburton or Dame? I mean, it's gonna be Dame when it comes to Nah, that you're yeah. just you just no. don't like Dame. Like in an All Star game, you want to see no. Halliburton? I guess some. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the All Star game. Forget it's not about the players. I, I think having a mid season game, based on 
coaches and even fan votes based on reputation. Like it's not based on what they did the first half of the season. Like how many times have you seen players are like, this person's played five games, no games. We've seen guys who like been injured the whole first half and they're in the all-star game. So, and then use it. Try some people try to use, Oh, he's been an all-star 10 times. He's definitely a hall of famer. Nah, nah, he's not. He's not. Tom Chambers only started as a as a all star because uh, what's his name was hurt. Like no, I'm sorry, no. I, I'm, anyways, we'll get to more delusional stuff in a second because we've got a bunch of delusional people in the NBA. We do, we sure do. Uh, Bucks. Double P. I hope Bucks Sixers happens in the second round so my guy Embiid finally makes it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You can't yes. lose in the Eastern Conference semifinals yes. again. You can't have it. You can't. You can't. He, since he's been there. There hasn't been any that there's been very little progression. That's where they've gotten to the Eastern Conference semifinals. They picked Tobias Harris over buckets. They picked Tobias Harris over buckets. And then it's just been the same ever since. They can't lose. If they get to the semifinals and lose again. Bye, Embiid. Come to the West. <laughs> um, only because I saw this chat out of the corner of my eye for FIFA Boy. Why am I not on what is it? Play playback? Playback? Is that what it's called? Playback? Oh, yeah, they're just talking, yeah. No, they're not just talking. They're not just talking. I'm not on playback because I will be there Saturday night to do yeah. my Lakers against them Warriors, who I'm not going to say anything oh. negative about the Warriors because they're going through a little bit of a, you know, rest in peace to their assistant coach. I'm not going to pick on them today because I saw they were very emotional, as they should be. That was a tragic, tragic thing that happened. Um, but I will be picking them on Saturday. So join me Saturday. I believe it's at 8 o'clock, Lakers-Warriors, where we, you hear all the smack talk against those bums, uh, Warriors. <laughs> okay. I'll let it slide this time. Teddy Hart, thank you so much for the $20 super chat. We appreciate you. Okay. Uh, being, the, being that the NBA is a copycat league, league why wasn't the triangle offense more widely used among teams after the bulls lakers won 11 rings using it not saying other teams would have been ex- would have been successful oh man but i never you even that again for 20 bucks like maybe you should <laughs> so read sorry, it Teddy. Uh, so yeah so triangle offense more widely used among teams after the bulls lakers won 11 rings why do you guys think that hasn't uh been used more my brother said to me we were sitting down watching one day, Tone. We were watching uh, tennis, and my brother was watching Serena Williams, and he was like, I can do that. And I said, no, you can't. Oh, man. No, you can't. And the reason why you can't is because that's a profession. And the point that I'm making is the triangle offense is not for everybody. It's a very complex offense. It's a very cerebral offense. You have to be able to understand basketball in order to pick it up. That's why people don't give Dennis Rodman nearly as much credit as they should. Dennis Rodman, when the triangle offense was implemented, he picked it up like that because Dennis Rodman is a lot smarter than you guys give him credit for. There's a lot of things going on with the triangle offense, a lot. And a guy like Michael Jordan, the reason why he picked it up as quickly as he did, even though he hated it because he was an isolation player who had the ball in his hands every, every trip, the reason why it worked is because it kept the defense off balance and there were so many different options. That doesn't work for everybody. That's why Carmelo Anthony didn't pick it up. That's why he struggled in the triangle when they had it with the Knicks. It doesn't work for everybody. It worked for Shaq. Shaq is a smart guy. In fact, not only did it work for Shaq, the triangle offense originally was tailored around the big man. When Tex Winners designed the triangle offense, he designed it to be focused around the big guy. 
So with that being said, guys like Kobe Bryant, right, who was a basketball savant, these guys picked this up. Gary Payton struggled in the triangle offense. There's people, not everybody picked it up as quickly as they could. The Dallas Mavericks, I believe in 93, 94, I think they had the worst record in the league because their coach Clemens, who was on the Bulls staff, he tried to implement the triangle offense with a bunch of kids, Jim Jackson and Jamal Mashburn, and, Jake, and it didn't work. It's not for everybody. Did you just say, uh, basically, in essence, you just said Carmelo wasn't smart? Damn. I said that it's not for everybody. Carmelo had a difficult time picking right. it up. Let, 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 let me, you're right. You're right on everything you said, with one exception, because um, you said text winners. Sam Barry created the triangle offense in the 40s. Right. To your point, to create spacing for the center. This is actually, which is weird that it worked with the Bulls because it was Bill Cartwright and then like Luke Longley and others, Bill Wennington, Will Purdue, like they never had a dominant center, but it was, it was created. It's a read and react offense where everybody basically is in motion, touching the ball, and you're basically confusing the defense for them to make a mistake into the center. Boom, you get an easy dunk or layup. That's really what it was supposed to be. But it was designed in the 40s, which made sense because in the 40s, you... Heck, from the 40s to like the 80s, you ran your offense through your center. So right. it, it made sense. The reason it didn't work anywhere else is twofold. You touched on the first one. Basketball IQ has to be through the roof. You re, when you, When it's read and react, it's like putting a quarterback and a wide receiver and saying, okay, when once they call the play, once he says hike and steps back, you read the defense and run a route, and he's going to throw you the ball. And as you know as from watching football, the quarterback typically is throwing the ball before the wide receivers finish their cut. So you have to know inside, outside release, fade, right? Like you have to know what they're doing. The, in basketball, imagine it's the same thing. It's read and react. So you're, you know, it's not like there's a reason 70% are pick and rolls. 70% are pick and rolls. And all you got to figure out is, is he going to roll or pick and pop? Like that's really your only, your right. only option. Right. So this is such a complex offense. The other reason it didn't work in New York, in Dallas, because New York, you forget the Knicks did try it and it failed miserably, is that the two teams that it worked with had two players that you can't duplicate. Because what would happen? Go watch the Bulls. Go watch the Lakers. Even with Shaq or without Shaq, go watch the Bulls. Go watch the Lakers. When it got down to six seconds, five seconds on the shot clock, it was just like, okay, just give the ball to Mike. Oh, just give the ball to Kobe. And and they'll do their thing in three right. seconds. And then you wonder why their shooting percentages went down because they had a guy that good to bail them out. Well, those two guys, no offense to Carmelo or anybody or Jim Jackson, they're not Kobe and Mike. So you, if you don't have that person who can bail you out at the end, it's not an NBA offense. And that's why it took from 1940 to 1990, 50 years before Tex Winters tweaked it enough to put it into, into the NBA. Now, I will say this. It has worked for the Warriors, but the Warriors took the triangle and Mike D'Antoni's seven seconds and Greg Popovich's uh, motion, and they, Steve Kerr, to his credit, put all three of those together, and, that, and, and you have the greatest shooter of all time and another right. probably guy who's, if not top five, top ten shooters of all time. So right. it kind of bails you out, too. So that's why it doesn't work is because it's very much predicated on basketball IQ and having someone to bail you out. And sorry, there's maybe three teams that have a guy like that uh, who's even close to good enough to bail you out on a night-to-night basis. It's incredible too, Tom, because if somebody told you in 19, I don't know, let's say 50, somebody told you in 1957 
if you saw this triangle offense that was centered around the big man and all of this action, just so you know, this offense is going to revolutionize basketball. And of course, you right. looking at it because you right, you know, you looking at it and you're like, what the hell is this actually? I don't even know what this is. This offense is going to revolutionize basketball, but it's not going to be for everybody. Just like Gilbert Arena, somebody, it was Damo who said to me, it's crazy how we can't really see the future like it is. That's why it's the future. If he, if somebody said to you 20, he said to me, Jay, if somebody said to you 20 years ago, the lead guard is going to be Gilbert Arenas and Allen Iverson 20 years later. That's what the lead guard in the NBA is going to look like. John Stockton is gone. Magic is gone. That's what the league guard is going to look like. If, so, if somebody would have told you this 20 years ago, what would you have said? I would have like, hell no. That's not happening. That's exactly what's going on in the NBA today. That's exactly what's going on. Mm. Unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you. I like that segment, Fluid. I learned a lot. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh, Let me know when oh. you're ready for headlines. No, go okay. ahead. Okay. Two no, more. And yeah. yeah, two more, and then we'll yeah. Thank you. Okay, rank the awards in order. MVP is one. Finals MVP, All Star MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved Player, Six Man Rookie of the Year, and also where do All NBA and All Star rank in an All NBA worth more than a oh, and is an All NBA worth more than a Rookie of the Year? Is an All Star worth more than a Most Improved Player? Mm, so kind of the. Up. Okay, so, so, so the weight so of awards. Now, is this? Do we have to agree that MVP is one? Uh, no, you never. Because he says ranked awards in order. He said MVP is one. I think league MVP is at the top of the list. Yeah. Okay. I think I, league MVP is at the top of the list like, at number yeah. one. Sure. I think okay. league MVP because 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 in the championship series, anybody can win the finals MVP. Anybody. Now, more times than not, the best player wins it, but anybody can win the finals MVP. Yeah, there, there's there, no way to, there have been some mistakes, but I believe there's right. only two players who've won finals MVP who weren't Hall of Famers. So, Right. So there, you, you, you're not going to tell me that Cedric Maxwell is better than Bird, right? right. So that, 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 that's not going to happen. Nobody's going to – there's nobody that's going to tell you that Chauncey Billups is better than Kobe Bryant. So, I mean, that, that that's not going to happen. But the league MVP, I think the finals MVP – is a result of the league MVP. Like if you win the finals MVP after winning the league MVP, I think that compounds it. Um, the All Star Game MVP, that's another one that I think anybody can win. I don't think. Yeah, no. I wouldn't even rank. I wouldn't even rank All Star or All Star MVP. Right. I, I, I don't. I don't think that that's 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 something that that's that big. So MVP. Um. Finals MVP. Finals, Finals MVP. MVP. Yeah. Defensive player of the year. I Defensive think. Defensive player of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. Is, is, is number three. Um, the rookie of the year. That's just you being a rook, because you could be a. We've seen rookies of the year flame out. The kid yeah. from Philadelphia. He won rookie of the year. Um, uh, Michael Carter Listen, Williams. I'll make I'll make it easier. I'll make it easier. Rookie of the year. You could be the hundredth best player in the league. And when rookie, I mean, of, rookie yeah, of the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. So rookie yeah. of the year is is meaningless, really, too. Um, mm. But I would have MVP, Finals MVP. Um, wait, do you do you have Defensive Player of the Year over All NBA? Because no, All NBA is in there too. Yeah, because I would have All NBA in there too, because that means you're probably a top fifteen player if you're on one of the All NBA teams, and then maybe Depoy, Most Improved. Well, now that's a different conversation, though, Tom. When you bring it up all NBA, all NBA can't just be something 
that happens one time. I, I, I can't have you as Latrell Sprewell's first team All-NBA, Tom. He never made it again after that one year. We don't talk about Latrell Sprewell in the all-time great two guards. Never is his name brought up. He was first team All-NBA one year. That was the year Jordan retired. That was it. He never made the All-NBA team again. So being an All-Pro, it matters if you're an All-Pro multiple times. Because yeah. Isaiah Thomas, who with the Boston Celtics, he was a B player who had an A year. And made the all-pro team. Right, right. But but for but for example, if if you and I played for five years, right. I made all NBA once, you were most improved once. I win. Yeah, but I think defensive right. player of the year outranks one all NBA. So I think being the best defensive player in the league, yeah. maybe not Rudy yeah. Gobert, but like I, normally I would say that could hold a little yeah, bit more. You could, you could, you could, yeah, you could say that. You and then maybe that. do we go uh, most improved player and then rookie of the year? Is Marcus, Camby's, is Marcus Camby's defensive player of the year more valuable than Al Horford's All-NBA? I See, and that's where it happens. In, in, a, in a microcosm of one season, probably not. But in, you have that's why you got to look at the – you can't right. just do that one thing, right? You have right. to look at careers. Um, but, yeah, if, but if I have an option to win one or the other, I'd rather be an All-NBA – than a defensive player of the year. Well, you know yeah. how I feel about being an all-pro, Tom. You, 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 you yeah, know where I, I, where, where I stand on being an all-pro. So I, I definitely hold being an all-pro in a higher regard. Yeah, so 100%. League, MV, league MVP, finals MVP, being an all-pro, defensive player of the year. Um, all-star games do matter. They, they, Tom, this is what we can't do. We, 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 we know what the all-star game is today, right? We, we it's, it's very much like... Tony, if I told you 20 years ago, you know the Pro Bowl is a flag football game in 20 years, you'd be like, what are you talking about? What what what, what are we doing right now? Yeah, but Just, I still it's still it's the it's least still, weighted. It I think of this of the list, being an all-star is the lowest, being the all-star MVP is the lowest of these because there are times when it's you know it's in the guy's home city, even in the good old days, it's right. in the guy's home city. We're gonna feed him the ball, we're gonna get him open shots, da, 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 and they and they can force who who that person is. So I don't yeah, I don't hold it in it, very high regard. But, but, like, come but, on, think it was coincidence that what Malone and Stockton were co All Star MVPs in Utah? In come on, sure. Like, come on, right? Sure, that, I, I can get with that. But then they, but what happens when you win it multiple times, though, Tone? What happens then? Like Kobe Bryant won it in, in he, I think he won it in DC, I think he won it in Philly, and then so he what? won it again. So what and happens I, when you win it multiple times? It's not like I'm just winning it in my city. And I was All Star MVP of a charity game. Big deal. It means nothing. Here's the I mean, difference, though. The fact that you was the all-star game charity, if you if the MVP of an all-star charity game, if you did it more than once, I think it might be a bigger deal than, than, than uh, you're giving yourself credit for. I do. Well, that was so the given. MVP, I think One the MVP time. is at the top of the list. Finals MVP, All-NBA. Uh, oh, sorry. That's your day. All-star. I think the awards that you can win multiple times are at the top of the list. Stuff like most improved. Uh, rookie of the year. I think those th those things are at the bottom of the league because you can only do that one time. Could you win? But I think that could even give it more weight if it's only one time. You have to be the best. Well, I I mean I'm not saying necessarily. No, most rookie, no, rookie, rookie of the, of the year, year. No, rookie of the year. Listen, if you're comparing rookies, that's the only time it means something. I just don't think All Star like, would rank higher than Rookie of the Year. I don't think that matters because, like you just I said, you can see the ball to Tatum for three quarters, and and they're just giving you the ball. It doesn't mean you're the best. Yes, player but, true, the but true or false? But true or false? You could be the hundredth best player in the league. And win rookie of the year True. because there's 99 players better than you who just aren't rookies. So that's why I, that's why it holds almost no weight to me. Like, a, 
Again, unless yeah. you're comparing, unless you're comparing rookies. Most improved, most improved is another one. Like, was he injured the year before? You know, was it, yeah. you know, what, you know, just he wasn't getting minutes, right? Like Jokic goes from 10 minutes a game to 30 minutes a game. He goes from the bench to the starter. Oh, most improved. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just those things I feel like they're just thrown in there because they want to give more people awards. <laughs> Maybe. Everybody but we all agree MVP is MVP. MVP yeah. at the top of the list. Finals yeah. MVP, all pro. All, all pro player of the year. Okay. Yeah, we agree with that. Um, all right, double P. Fun fact. Mahomes is number two all time in AFCCG touchdowns with 14. Tom Brady is number one with one uh with 18. Well, we, well when you've been to the game six straight years. Years, yeah. How many, you've been how to many the years have been to it more? Right. If you've been to the game six straight years and you threw 14 touchdowns, all right, that's two touchdowns a game for six straight years on average. Okay. Yeah. You should, yeah, he should be. He should, he yeah. should, in fact, he should tie Tom Brady this this year. I'm calling it. I'm four calling it. Four. Four. He's gonna be like Al Bundy. He's gonna be like Al Bundy. Four touchdowns in one game. Wow, that's pretty impressive. I'm not the one for real. That'll be pretty impressive for him to do that. No doubt. I got, I got Mahomes. Cool. I got Mahomes up there. Like you know, I, I have him as an all time great already. Three. I feel about doing that. Three. Do you have him at three or four? I, I have him top five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Really it, to, yeah, I don't know. It, to be honest with you, the the whole too early logic. I'm I'm, I'm having a difficult time. He, with he's that. one of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a difficult when when you've been to when you've been to the championship game six straight years. That's every, more than half a decade. Every year you've been a starter, not just six yeah, straight. Yeah, years. yeah. Every a, year that I've been a starter, we've been in a we've been in the, either the AFC Championship or the bowl game. What and we one twice out of those six, right? Won twice no, out of those six. Three. Three out of Wait, five. They won three? Bowls? They've been to the Super Bowl three times. No, they oh, won two. Oh, won they twice. lost one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, so I mean, he's, been, he's been there five this is, this is six. So, he's been there five times. He went to the Super Bowl three, won the Super Bowl twice. So, like, your 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 bat your batting's percentage is pretty damn good. From my – from my, and you know how I feel about talent. From a talent standpoint, I can't say that I've seen a more talented quarterback in my lifetime. And Aaron Rodgers, the things that Aaron Rodgers was able to do, the way that Joe Montana was able to deliver the football, there's a difference between a guy who can throw the football and a guy who can who can make plays. And, and, and Patrick Mahomes, I don't think I've seen a more talented guy. I haven't. And because I haven't seen a more talented guy, I mean, I think that that matters. And to be a starter, <clears throat> and to be a starter, and to be in the AFC Championship game more than a decade, more than a decade to be in the, a the AFC Championship game and to be in the bowl game half those times. That's 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 pretty impressive. That is well, pretty impressive. Wins, if, when he wins the, on Sunday or Saturday, whenever they're playing, uh, it's going to be four out of six. When he wins, that's yeah, cool. when he, <laughs> no, it's not. That's suspicious. No, I'm. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to that. We'll get to our face. We'll get to our face. Uh, but for now, we're gonna move into some headlines. Uh, if you guys have any that you want us to cover as well, make sure to drop those in a super chat and please get the likes up while we're at it. Uh, but for now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So up first, we have DeAndre Ayton. Uh, he put out this quote saying, I got nothing to prove in this league. I'm a max player and I'll continue to be max player. Fluent. Is he, on, playing, uh, is he playing in Europe? <clears throat> no, no. He is a uh, Shanghai Sharks. 
not yet. Because he's not talking about the NBA. Because he's got a sh- part of my friend. She's got a shit ton to prove in the NBA before he's a max player. Well, and um, might I just add that his highest scoring game this season has been twenty three points. Is is that a max contract player type of type right, of listen, number? 23, 23 a game could be in in today's NBA. I've seen worse uh, get Portland? max contracts, but but he to say that I've proven. I have proven everything to be a max player in this league. Like delusional. Um, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. And I yes, think it is. It is. Um, because yeah. you know, him, anyone that gives him a max player, do one of two things. No, you know what? I was going to say burn. Don't burn your money. Go give it to some charities. Go give it. There's there's some needy people out in this world because right now Max is what three hundred million. There's 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 some needy people in this world, and that three hundred million could go a long, 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 long way, and have Mister Aiton committed because he's got some mental health issues. To say that I don't have anything else to prove. So just from a number one overall standpoint, number one overall pick standpoint. You don't have anything to prove. You don't have to be an all-pro, right, as the number one overall pick. You don't have to be an all-star as the number one overall pick. You don't have to take your team deep into the playoffs as the number one overall pick. You don't have to compete for NBA championships as the number one overall pick. You just have to get paid like a max player. That's your logic. So with that being said, and I vouch for this dude too, by the way. I actually vouch for this dude, and I called him a franchise player. When he went up to Portland, I said that he is the guy that has the most experience of all of them. He has the most experience. He was a double-double guy on an NBA finalist team. Starter. So he gets on this Portland team, and there's no reason, no reason why he shouldn't be the man on this team. Meanwhile, I'm watching the Trailblazers a couple of nights ago, and I can't tell you, Tone, how disinterested he looked. I can't tell you how how disengaged he looked. So... With that being said, to say that you are, are a max player, you know what I have to accept, Tone? I got to accept the fact that some of these guys, this is just a job. Yeah. And I don't really care about being awesome. I care about getting paid. Kendrick Perkins. That's it. Kendrick Perkins put this out. And I'm going to do like, I think I'm going to do like a TikTok to it because he said the only NBA players with nothing left to prove and he put these six guys. And with all due respect to Kendrick Perkins, he's wrong. Because there's only two guys on this list, and they're yep. both on the far right, LeBron James yep. and Seth Curry. Steph. Those are the only two guys that have nothing left to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can question on me on the other four, and I will give you my reasoning. But that being said, that's it. That's the list. The list is Steph and LeBron, the only two that have nothing left to prove. Every single one of them has something to prove. So for Aiton to say, I have nothing to prove, I'm a max player, when Giannis still has something to prove, when Jokic still has something to prove, when Leonard still has something to prove, when, I don't know who the other, the fourth person was, KD still has... Yeah, all of them still have something to prove. So, um, yeah, you're... Listen. What does Joker have left to prove? Back-to-back lead? If his career ended today... Joker showed up in 2015. He's been in the league nine years. If his career ended today, are you comfortably are you comfortable with calling Joker an all-time great today? I, I am. I am comfortable calling him an all-time great today. Yes, um, but what he what he has to prove still to himself um, 
you know, anyone that, oh, listen, the ones that won zero chips, right? What they always have to prove is, can I win one? The yeah. ones that win one, it's, hey, can I win more than one? Was was that one time just a fluke? Was it a lucky season? Was it, you know, whatever? So I think Jokic has, has that to prove. Um, can he win again? And listen, you still want to do it for what? What has he been doing it for? Five years at an elite level? Like you still, you still want to, still want to throw. You know, I, you know me, I like to have that eight to ten years of eliteness. Yeah. Um, that, make, that makes me comfortable. Uh, but yeah, even if he retired today, I would still say he was, he's a, he's an all time great. Absolutely. His, his first season as an All Pro, I think it was. You can be sorry, just 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 quickly say, you can still be an all time great and have something to prove. But you still right. do, yeah. You could so essentially there was still something left for you, even though you were awesome, you were yeah. fantastic. There was still something left, like Magic, for example. Yeah. Magic is a prime example of that. Magic I think I think Magic. I wish I wish we didn't get robbed of those three to five we more did. years of Magic. Yes, we did. I wish we, we did. Got robbed. Yes, we did. We got robbed, and that doesn't need that doesn't negate how awesome Magic was for the other twelve. Absolutely, absolutely. That does not, but we did get robbed four years of yeah. of, of Magic. Yes, we did. One hundred percent. So a guy like Giannis, does Giannis still have something to prove? I think so. I don't think it's – even if Giannis quit today as a max player, that doesn't negate that there's still some there's still something left that he hasn't done yet. I mean, we're talking about a guy that's 29 years old, still in his prime. If he never won again or never got out of the first round again, would we still look at him like we talked about him two years ago, like he's the third best power forward in NBA history? Are we Are we really doing that? If he never got out of the first round again, if he never made another all-pro team again, would we still be talking about him like we did two years ago? I don't think so. So there's still stuff There's still stuff left to prove. And I think that at this point in his career, I think that at this point left in Giannis's career, it's about winning. So the fact yeah. that he won, the fact that he won, if we're going to talk about him like we talk about the all-time greats in that category, the fact that he won that one championship and had that stretch from 20 from 2019 to 2021 at three year stretch that's not enough no what is what is the few of, of all the guys that you have in your top 10 they all have multiple rings all of them have multiple rings multiple multiple finals appearances like you can't go once and win once like don't get me wrong that's great um but you know i don't think Giannis is the type of player that should be tim duncan I don't think he's the guy that should, you know, drift off into the sunset and we never hear from him again and people don't recognize him. I I I I don't I don't accept that for him. He might accept it for himself. I don't accept it for him. And tone uh, let, let's be in H, I'm not gonna ramble here, but this oh, makes yeah. me nuts. Okay. This makes me nuts when I hear what tone what, what you just said about dudes fading into oblivion. What it suggests is that these dudes don't care. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they, let, let's get to the bottom of this right now. If Tim Duncan "Quote unquote faded into oblivion." You would see Tim Duncan not too long if the if the chatter started. You know, Tim, as good as you were, you weren't as good as this dude. If just as good as you were, you weren't as good as this dude. And the chatter would start where guys start coming out and saying, "You know, Tim, you weren't as good as this guy. You weren't as good as that guy." And they, he would basically start getting pushed to the side, and people would start forgetting about him. That would not go over well with him. He would start showing up. Tony, there's a reason why the last dance came out. There's a reason why the last dance came out and the way it was constructed. It was constructed because you guys are not going to forget about me. I know that you're talking about this guy being the best ever, and that's a conversation. You guys are not going to forget about me. And we, when, when these guys say that they don't care, oh, my God, they do. 
100%. Of course they do. Look, there's two kinds of people, the ones that care and the ones that lie. That's it. (laughs) So true. Speaking of guys lying about caring, uh, Kevin Durant, he's our next... our next headline here, and uh, really quick before we maybe any Katie slander uh, comes out, hopefully we don't. We want Jay to go first. That. No, no, no. I, I want to read this to highlight him because I, I okay. do get it. Players get frustrated that they only get the negative aspects. And so here's something positive about Katie to um, cleanse the palate. Katie becomes the first Suns player to be, be named a starter in the All-Star game since Steve Nash and Stoudemire in 2010. So shout out to Katie. Um, that is big time. And of course, I'm excited yeah, to see him there. He's, he's absolutely an All-Star. <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave it there. Not just an All-Star <laughs> starter. Just an all-star, he's a starter. Great. Yes. <laughs> so there's oh, no argument that he's an all-star starter or all-star starter worthy, but there seems to be an argument um, and even frustrations coming from him, his end that he's not a part of the goat debate. Now, Flu and I well, actually least, would like you to start this. At least he admits. I, at least he admits that he cares. Um, yes. So here's, here's yeah. all I have to say. Not all. <laughs> this is not all I have to say, but this is what I'm going to no. start. First thing I'm going to say okay. to uh, Mr. Kevin Durant. Snap back to reality. <laughs> Here but here's go. the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. You can make a case to be in the GOAT conversation if you are debatably the best at your position. So let me explain. Let me explain. If you're not the best all-time greatest at your position, how can you be the greatest of all time? Is that possible? Could you be the second best power forward ever and be the greatest player of all time? No. No. Absolutely not. Okay. So who has a, 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 a even a, a sliver of an argument at being in the GOAT conversation? Well, you got Magic as the greatest point guard of all time. Some people like Haley will say it's Steph Curry. Okay. So those two can be in the conversation because that's debatable. Not to me, but to some. Okay. Michael Jordan is the clear-cut greatest shooting guard of all time. Some would say Kobe, the minority, but okay. So yeah. you got those two. Who's the greatest small forward of all time? James. Yeah, it's wrong. Is that a debate? No, I don't no. think so. Some might say Bird if they were born pre the World War. Okay, cool. Right. Power forward. The only names that really ever come up are Tim Duncan and occasionally I actually get a KG, but it's Tim Duncan. And then right. center might be the one where you have two or three guys because people yeah. will go Wilt, Russell, Shaq, uh, Kareem. I said Wilt. I said Wilt. Oh, I'm sorry. You did say Wilt. <laughs> Wilt, Wilt. <laughs> He's so good. We have to make sure twice. they're fluent. Yeah. We just have yeah. to double check. Uh, you can, right? People debate who it is. But let's yeah. say for argument's sake that it's Magic, Jordan, LeBron, Duncan, and Kareem. Let's go with those five as the greatest at their position. Mm-hmm. Well, those are the only five that you can make a case for because they're the only... So Kevin Durant isn't even top two at his position... No offense, my friend. How are you going to be the greatest of all time? It's just, you know, you're not in that conversation because you're not even in the conversation for best at your position. Best scorer at your position, sure. Best offensive player, versatility, all that other stuff, great. But you're not in that conversation. You're not in that debate. You know why? Because you haven't done enough of the things as the leader of a team to be in that conversation. Now, does that mean you're not a great player? No, you're a heck of a player. You are a great player. You're just not worthy of being in this conversation. And the fact that you're saying it makes you look worse than people already think you are and dumb when it comes to basketball because you should know better. You're a fan of basketball. You live and breathe basketball. If anyone should know better, Kevin Durant should know better. You're not in the goat debate, nor should you be. 
but that doesn't mean you're a bad player. You know, and this is the problem with the world today. Watch, watch what I'm going to do here. I'm going to do a little experiment with Haley. Haley, what color do you like better, red or blue? Uh, blue. Why do you hate red? Why <laughs> yeah. do you think red sucks? Right? Yeah. That's the immediate reaction. It's not true. It doesn't mean you hate red. You like oh, blue. That's cool. So fine. Does it mean you hate Jay's shirt right now because it's red? Yeah. No. And that's the only thing. And that's what I think. These guys are so sensitive. It's like, hey, I got this guy over the other guy. Why do you yeah. hate me? Man? And on top of that, H didn't even say she didn't like red. She just yeah. said she liked blue. She didn't yeah. even say that. I know. I know. Yeah. But that's where people take it. Nobody. And, that's, where, and, that's where people take it. Exactly. And so, we're like, so is, Durant, it's okay. by saying you're not in the GOAT conversation, to my point, and my point to say you're not in the GOAT conversation doesn't take away from your greatness. I love that right. there's a person named Red in the chat. That's the <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he's mad at he or she is mad at you, by the way. Yeah, um, it's not a question. Apologize. Um, to say that you're not in the GOAT debate doesn't take away from your greatness, it just means you're not in the GOAT debate, and that's okay. It's I okay. think that he, I, I, well, two things, Tom. Number one, I think he looks at it. Purely from what you just said, you said Kevin Durant loves basketball. So he looks at it purely from a basketball standpoint. As a basketball player, you should be talking about me like you talk about Jabal, like you talk about Jordan, like you talk about James. You should yeah. be talking about me like you talk about them, which in theory does work, only except you know how I feel about better basketball player logic because I've seen better basketball players get outplayed. You in particular got outplayed just two years ago by Jason Tatum. You got outplayed by him. So with that being said, you've been outplayed before. So as just so from a pure basketball standpoint, that logic doesn't work, even though some might argue you are the best scorer in NBA history. I don't think you are, but I do think that there's a conversation for you to be top five scorer all time. There is some argument that you are the best shooter, best mid-range shooter, best one-on-one -on -one player. Sure, I can appreciate that logic. But then when you say stuff like put my resume up, put my resume up against their resume, yeah, your don't. resume doesn't come close don't. to Jabbar. Please. Your resume doesn't come close to Jordan. Your resume does not come close to, to James. Your resume doesn't come close to Magic. Your resume doesn't come close to these guys. It you, you, can't, you can't be. I'm sorry. And again, I hate to beat a dead oh. horse here, but you can't. You're not the best at your position. You're not the best of your generation. How can you be the best ever? It's just, it's just it just it it unfortunately unfortunately just eliminates him. It just eliminates it him. You're it, not. It, it, it does. And back to the point about him caring. Sure, absolutely, these guys care about how you view them, which they should. There's no way that you say, "Well, you know, I don't care." The reason why you don't care is because they're not saying nothing good about you. The minute they start talking good about you, you care, right? You want to hear that sort of stuff. But for Kevin Durant to say that. Why don't you talk about me in the GOAT conversation? Is it because I went to Golden State? Yeah, that has something to do with it. Absolutely, that has something to do with it. Because people view you differently now. You know what, though? You know what, though? Here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. One, when he says he, you know, when he says... We do not care. But you do care because you're responding to some dude that has no following on Twitter or X to, to mm -hmm. cuss him out because he pointed out the obvious. But actually, it's interesting. Because a lot of people hold it against him going to the Warriors and winning those two chips. But here's the funny part. If he didn't go to the Warriors and win those two chips, How are we talking about you? He wouldn't, he definitely wouldn't be in the conversation. So it's 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 almost like you, you 
I don't know who's holding. I don't hold it against him that he went to the Warriors. Right. But the fact of the matter is, if he didn't, he'd have zero rings, and then he definitely wouldn't be like he's not in the conversation already. He would not even be anywhere near the conversation. Just so like we, LeBron, uh, LeBron would under, have four rings if he hadn't left the Cavs initially. Are we, are, are, we, are we under the impression that if KD doesn't leave LeBron Oklahoma State, City, that he would have never won? Are we under that impression? No, I'm not. I think he would have. If I Kevin think, Durant doesn't leave, if Kevin Durant alone. doesn't leave, yes. if he doesn't leave Oklahoma City, he yeah. stays in Oklahoma City, Girl. he's never gonna win. Are we no, under I that think impression? he could have. I think yeah. I think he would have with nope. with two stars. Nope. I think they would have brought stars. You no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. OKC, OKC, OKC was showing you that players would get to a certain level. We're not playing them. We're a small market team. We're not going into the into luxury deep into, into luxury tax. Yeah. And they leave. So so one by one, not all fault of them but whatever Russ Lee like they were all gonna sorry um Harden leaves they were all gonna leave they weren't gonna bring in unless they bring in new young guys but no I don't think they ever get over the hump and they become a good team in the west so he would have had to have left just like now James on the other hand had he stayed in Cleveland I think look I don't think he wins four I don't think he goes to eight straight but I still think he wins a couple because at least I saw right I saw Cleveland not the right guys, but they were moving young players, moving draft picks, and bringing in veterans. You know, pay. people forget. People forget. I believe they were the second or third highest payroll in the NBA the two years uh, that they were back to back number one seeds in nine and ten. Number yeah. one, number one seeds in the NBA, and and they were, I believe, third in payroll, maybe second. He goes. They go to Miami. They build that team in Miami, right? With with Bosch and Wade. Do you know that they were paying less? Take less though. No, 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 no. Miami Heat's payroll was lower than Cleveland's. Mm -hmm. Was lower than Cleveland. So when an idiot like Arena says they left Cleveland because everybody was a free agent, and um, and Dan Gilbert said we're not going to pay those guys, dummy. He was already paying them, and he was paying more than they paid in Miami, dummy. Like, go do some research before you open your mouth. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. This is about KD. So the the question is, do they win? I I, I don't think KD wins when in OKC. Right. I think he has to leave. Right. I think James still wins a couple in Cleveland because although they got it wrong, I think eventually one. But you could say the same better. thing for KD. I'm just saying I understand that the no, franchise itself was heading in a better direction than OKC, and or and OKC may have not even been able to attract another superstar or star to come play alongside KD if he had just stepped out after that. people. They left. weren't doing what they weren't doing what Cleveland. I'm just did. saying it's still an They've assumption either way. So we yeah, have to use. Of yeah, course, it's an assumption, but OKC, OKC has never shown us that they would go into the luxury and that would they would be a top-spending team. Yeah. Cleveland did show us, and if you really look at LeBron, as an, LeBron really didn't come into his kind of peak. Like, LeBron, LeBron, I really think until like 12, 13, 14, like that's the LeBron that I don't care what team you put him on, he's probably yeah. winning the chip, right? Yeah. 12, 13, 14, that LeBron? Uh, 50 like that that gap I, I think you put him on the Shanghai Sharks and they're coming to the NBA and they're competing for in the finals so so I never saw that from KD that I'd be like I could put him anywhere and I know that OKC not no based on historical uh data they're not the type of team that would throw a bunch of money and go into the luxury tax form if they did yeah okay different conversation yeah I the thing about the the Oklahoma City Thunder and James Harden actually let them off the hook because they offered him a contract. They offered him a max deal and he didn't sign it right away. And his reasoning was, quote, 
I had never seen that much money in my whole life. So if I could get a day or two to think about it, not because he wasn't going to sign it, but because, yo, I'd never seen any and that kind of money before. So he needed a second. Well, that second gave the Oklahoma City Thunder some time to take a look at their books. And if we get James Harden off our books, that's going to save us $30 million, which, by the way, at that time tone, you being a businessman, you can appreciate in Oklahoma City being the 41st market in the NBA during that time, $30 million is a lot of money. It's let's, a lot of money. Let's, let's remember, owners own businesses, okay? Some of them are delusional, and they'll do anything to win a championship. The vast majority of them are there to make money. And I will use, and I apologize to you that don't know hockey that are listening, I will use a great hockey example. The Toronto Maple Leafs here in Toronto haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. 1967. However, they sell out every single game. Up until a few years ago, you had to have the the season tickets willed to you if someone died okay that has recently changed so i can't walk up to the so tone i can't walk up to the ticket counter and and go yo can i get season tickets for the 23 24 season i can't no, do that now now no 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 no, uh, no let's no. not let's not say today let's let's say let's say 10 years ago yo you go you go 20 you go twenty two thousand dollars. i want season tickets for the for the for the 13 14 who had them no he didn't no he did not no 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 okay and they charge ridiculous amounts of money they don't want to win they don't want to win. They're owned by a big, you know, MLSE, a big conglomerate who, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the coach wants to win, the GM wants to win. Sure, sure, sure. But the, the they're they're looking at, you know, there's a guy up in bookkeeping, and he's looking at the books. He's like, hey, we're making money. We good. Mm-hmm. And that's the majority of teams. So when a team like OKC, who is in a small market, which will struggle a little bit more than others, and there's an owner who sits there, you know, counting his money, he's like, thirty million dollars in his pocket or mine? Mine? All right, no problem. Yeah. The guys will figure it out, right? The GM will figure it out. I'm taking that 30 million. Whereas, you know, if you really wanted to win, he's saying, Harden, I don't care. You're, 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 you're a part of this team going to a championship. You're staying. You're getting that 30 million. Here, I'll give you 35. Here, whatever it is. So, so that's why I say OKC probably doesn't. They haven't shown me that they would do that. That's the only reason. If that changed, like I said, that that changes. And um, I'll highlight this because I, I agree with you, Tyson. Katie thinks he's just as good as of a basketball player as LeBron on the court. And and from that Jordan aspect, too. Jordan, all of those dudes. I mean, KD, I, when you look at KD on a court, uh, you know, and you pair he's it not. with even some of the great. He's not. He's KD, not. I don't know. I'm not going to say he's, he's a great. I have him at like within my top 15. You don't? No. Of no. all time? No. I got him right outside the top three. I got him at 16. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. And, uh, like, I, I just think it's I got crazy, him. I but... got him. Listen, my ranking of KD will always be right behind one, right behind um, where um, uh, Dell, who's on our network, who where yeah. he has Bird. So, I believe he has Bird at 186th all time. <laughs> therefore, KD is 187. <laughs> Oh, no, but no, he's just he's just listen, that that's part of the problem. That's why this episode is about delusion. Yes. He's not as good as LeBron. He's not. He he scores better, he shoots better. He's sure that he does things better than LeBron, but he's not a better basketball no. player and no. that's the yeah. problem. He's not. Yeah, yeah. We can agree there. Um before we get into more headlines, let's touch on a few of these super chats uh just because we've had a few more come in teddy hart uh nba politics journalist grudges and all nba being position uh based for 
for most of history skews everything. The sixth best center could be better overall than the third best point guard. I test should true. hold most weight. That's that that is one of the flaws um in the all NBA team logic that you know only you only get three centers. And in, in the days where you know the top, you know, five of the top ten players are centers, that kind of it kind of sucks because you're the fifth, you're you know, you could be the in 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 reality, you could be the fifth best player. Just think about it. you could be the fifth best player, except the other four are all centers too, and you're not and you're not an all NBA player. And then there's these guards getting in there, and that's true. That's a flaw to it, but that's just hey, you got to deal with that. I just yeah. hate that eye test logic, and the reason why I don't like the eye test logic is that it holds the most weight is because that sounds like yo, you're just better at basketball. Well, if you're better at ball handling, if you're better at shooting, well, what is that producing overall? What is that ultimately producing? That's why stats matter. That's why your production matters. It's not just the eye test. I look at you and yo, you nice with the pill. Or I look at you and you super fast and you're a ridiculous athlete. I look at you and you get up and down the floor with the best of them. I look at you and you got an Allen Houston beautiful jump shot. I look at you and you and, and all of those things look great. What is that stuff producing on the other hand? That's it, my question. Not, not even just that. Like you'll have, you'll have listen, he's he, this guy is the best example of it. You have guys like Kyrie Irving, who when you watch them play, I don't care how long you've watched basketball, how great you think you are at basketball, blah, blah, you watch him play and you're like, you're in awe of the things that he can do on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, all the other stuff that he does too makes him like not a top 50 player of all time. It's talent, skill, absolutely. When he plays and you watch him, 100%. But he just hasn't done enough to be top 50 of all time, even though... If he played every single day and did, did it, you know, and all those other, right, it'd be no question he'd be in the top fifty, um, probably top twenty-five. But that's why that's why the eye test is tricky because even the best player, you know, even the best scouts in the world, right, thought have gotten it wrong. You know, thought thought Sam Bowie was going to be the guy. Thought uh, Hassam Tabit was going to be the guy, right? They thought Jamarcus Russell was going to be this, you know, the best quarterback of all time. Even the pros get it wrong with the eye test. So it's the eye test is very, very dangerous. Yes, it is. You still much. use it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You should still use it. A but like, like everything else, balance. Yes. Balance. Hey, what you think happened in 2011 when I saw Russell Westbrook in the when I saw Russell Westbrook in the FIBA World Championships with the reigning league MVP? I'm watching these two dudes together and I'm looking at them. And I'm going, I think he's better than him. From the for just from the eye test, I'm looking at Russell Westbrook and I'm looking at Derrick Rose, and I see I see Russell Westbrook and I go, he better than him. He is better. And everybody loves Derrick Rose at that point, but I'm like, he is better than that guy. From the eye test, yeah. only to find out later on in life, down the road with the with the with, with Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder, I don't think you're that smart, and that kind of mm-hmm. sucks. And I didn't see that. I couldn't see that. Because I was wrapped up in what you look like. Yeah. That's what I'm wrapped up in. I'm just wrapped up in your game. But I'm thinking, yeah, he ain't that smart. And that sucks. Yeah. I think I, my biggest issue is I hear it because I, I think the eye test is something that, you know, because there are those people, right. right, for example, they only watch the highlights. They only read stats. You can tell a person that does that, too, because they have no idea what, what the the – the actual game looks like and and like Kyrie what somebody like Kyrie is doing on the court versus maybe what a stat line looks like so I, I again I think it's a balance um 
but it's also a knowledge See, of the game and and yeah like the the context of everything go ahead fluent no i was just i was going to agree with you and say but that's yeah. the thing because stats stats and eye tests are actually exactly the same they should mirror in each sense, other in the sense that they both can trick you they yeah. both mm -hmm. really is, but they can also not show you who yeah. someone really is. Like yes. they both why you need to put both of them together and use some context because yeah. if you just look at stats or you just do, use the eye test, you could mm -hmm. be tricked. You could yes, be you so can. tricked. Mm -hmm. Very true. Absolutely. Um, Leaf, I know you're in the chat. Uh, we have quite a bit to get through, but if we have a little bit at the end, we are gonna do NFL. Maybe. So uh we'll see. Maybe. Yeah, we gotta make picks. Yeah, sorry, we're we're yeah. we got um okay, mm -hmm. random guy. Uh, crazy that Mahomes has done all all this, yet Brady and his squad somehow beat him and his squad twice in the playoffs. Yes, they did. He is, I believe, he is. He is like his records, like ridiculous, and then it's like zero and two against Brady. The like, Brady, <laughs> yeah, the Brady effect. Like, yeah, and don't like, leave out. And he went into and he went into his building in the AFC Championship and won. Went into his building and done it and did it. Yes. Shut their building down. Did that? Mm. It did happen. Can't forget that. that. That definitely did happen. I think we also get wrapped up in like guys winning and forget, you know, the, the other stuff when they win. But but I I I digress when I talk about Tom. I'm not, not Tom Brady. I digress when I talk about Patrick Mahomes because he's fantastic. That's all I can say about him. He's 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 yeah. phenomenal. And he's not done. That's the craziest part. He's not no, he's still, yeah, he's close still, to done. <laughs> Hopefully. Um okay. Sports PSP, Ben Simmons or Jordan Poole? Worst NBA contract. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Because at least Jordan Poole is on the court. Yeah. At least he's, at least, look, he stinks, but he's on the court, right? Like you're paying someone to sit yeah. at home in street clothes. So Ben, who doesn't want to play basketball, he just wants to collect checks and date Kardashians. So, like, that's the worst contract is when you're paying someone not to play. I'd rather pay someone to play bad than not to play at all. He's actually coming back on. I think he's coming back Monday. Yeah. I yeah. don't believe it. I, I don't, I don't For believe it. how long, though? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think he's, I, I think that back injury is something else, man. Fool's gold. Fool's yeah. gold. And also, I mean, say what you will about Jordan, but he did contribute greatly to a championship. I mean, at yeah. least he has that to say. What does Ben Simmons think, have to say for himself? I think Jordan Poole, I think Jordan Poole, to his credit, I don't, I'm going to use this term very, very loosely. Yeah. He earned his contract, yeah. right? Like he, he played a, you know, a, his role and earned his con. Ben Simmons got paid for nothing. I'm, he got paid for potential. And that's, that's, you know, he had like, you know, okay, he played great for a minute. Um, uh, well, that, wait a minute, Tony. Uh, that, whoa, whoa, whoa. He, he, he wasn't terrible. I didn't, I said he played great for a minute. That's what I said. Was, and he was on his way. I mean, he, he got drafted. He, he sat out, he sat out that one year, but then he became an all pro. Then he became an all star, became an all league defender. And then you know, Philly that, happened. He, yeah, then, then Philadelphia <laughs> happened. And then and that playoff series that happened. But up until that point, we're still talking about one of the best league guards in the game. We're still talking about one of the best league guards in the game up until that point. And then the back injury happened. So they paid him off potential. They didn't pay him. They did not pay him off the fact that he was just okay. They paid him off the fact that, yo, this guy was elite. He wasn't all pro. He, no, was, no, all he, he was not elite. He was on his, He was on the verge because how many times was he an all pro? Well, he had just started, Tom. How many times? Was it but twice? Or once or twice? Probably I believe once. I can look. And, uh, yeah, can you look? Because I believe yep. it was one. You told me one time. You know, you got to do it more no, than one. Right, right. But he was in, as an as an all league defender. As an all league defender, I believe he's an all league defender twice. He was up for defensive player of the year, so he was on his way to. Yeah, be, that's he was right. on, he got paid on potential. He got yeah, paid he on. on. He was on. His, he was on his way to doing something. He was on his way to doing something serious. 
And then the, then the, then Philadelphia happened with the whole mental issue thing. And then his back gave out. And did his back give out? I think so. I do. I, I believe that. Okay. I do. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I believe him. I don't believe him. One time. Yeah, one time. Yeah, I do believe that. And again, I mean, you say the contract was given off potential. I think that's in general. I mean, we just saw Jalen Brown get a contract that, I mean, he is playing well. I'm not, I'm not trying to um, demean Jalen Brown's game at all. I, I like Jalen Brown, but I, everybody's paid off potential, except both of those guys were paid pretty young in their careers. And Jordan Poole's was expedited because of the whole Draymond situation. I think Jordan actually kind of lucked out I, I, with that situation. Because he got punched in the face? I think that yes, expedited think the better. payment. Yeah. yeah. How much? How much was his contract? Uh, One one forty something. One hundred thirty million. Hey yo, hey yo, Draymond. Hey yo, Draymond. Right here, baby. One thirty. Yeah. I got a strong. I got a strong chin, bro. I'll take a punch for one hundred thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, yeah. I don't know. That's a interesting, interesting question. I think you could go both ways with that one. Um, double P. More Wilt propaganda. Cat and B to make history. Thank you, actually. We were going to talk about this. Scoring 60-plus in the same night. Cool, but Wilt scored 60 with multiple players. Twice. West and Wilt had 60-plus, and Wilt and Gervin uh, did it the same night, too. Absolutely, but was it on January but Was it on January 22nd? That's the difference. Because because Cat and Embiid scored their 70 and 62 on January 22nd, the yeah. same day that Kobe scored his 81. Yep. Right. That wasn't so, a coincidence either, Tom. No, that definitely no. wasn't a coincidence. No. Kobe, yeah. Kobe from Philly on the day and beat scores 70 in uh, on on Phil as a sixer. Uh, just saying. Mm-hmm. Saying. Thoughts on that, the by world, the way. I, the world works in uh mysterious ways. Kind of <laughs> tricky, right? Kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on those games, by the way, Jay, any thoughts on, cause we, oh man, I actually was on playback for that game. Okay. <laughs> We're watching. You're doing, you're doing the Sixers game. Uh, no, I was doing the Timberwolves game where cat, oh. they, oh my God. And the Timberwolves, when you talk about fool's gold, you know, I was riding with the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves mm-hmm. are fool's gold. I'm not going to lie to you. I really do. Uh, but they lose that game. They go on to lose that game when cat put up 62. Uh, which is just unacceptable. But uh, Embiid's, Embiid's 70 was pretty um, impressive. I mean, both were impressive, but yeah. Well, I didn't like the I didn't like how Minnesota closed out that game. No. They 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 had definitely done enough up until the middle of the fourth quarter to win. And I understand what they was trying to do, right? I, I do understand what they was trying to do with – I understand what they was trying to do with Cat. Let's yeah. be clear, H. He had 58 at the end of the third. Yep. He was rolling. He had 58 at the end of the third. That's actually, okay. I think that's more than what Bryant had at the end of the third when he scored 81. I think that's more than what he had at the end of the third. So they was trying to get, they, they for real was trying to get him to like 80 or 90. And he had it going. And because he had it going, I do understand that. But you can't deviate away from what we're trying to do in terms of winning. And that, yeah. that's what happened. They got sidetracked. And I don't like the fact that the Minnesota Timberwolves have a difficult time closing games. Their mm-hmm. half-court offense isn't as bad as people say it is. The problem that we're having with Minnesota is they don't close games. How much I X and O you doesn't matter when we get into the meat and potatoes games. When we get late in games, you have to be able to make plays. And those guys didn't do that. Those guys did Twice. not do that. 
twice. Yeah, not once, but twice. They did it against Oklahoma City, who they had in the chokehold, and then they did it again against Charlotte. There was no reason why they no reason why they should have lost to Charlotte. They couldn't make a shot in the fourth quarter. I think they shot 11% on the long ball, 11% on the long ball, and not, on, not just on the long ball. I think they shot less than 30% from the floor that fourth quarter. They were terrible. They were absolutely terrible. So, what did what did Cat have at the end of the third? Fifty eight. I think I think Kobe had fifty three. No, the Billy Bob. He had fifty five in the second half. He did not have fifty five at the half. Fifty five in the second half. He had fifty five in the second half. I'll tell you because I told this to Jay. I was at that game and I told you we didn't we didn't think we thought it was cool. We thought he was going to go for forty or fifty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 He was having a good first half, like a good first half, not a great first half. We were like, oh yeah, Kobe. Yeah, he's going to drop forty or fifty. This is nice. No one was thinking (laughs) sixty. 70 80 no 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 no, no, no. So, yeah i think he had 50 at the end of the third when he had 53 that's when we were thinking even wow this could be a six like honestly i remember sitting to greg sitting next to me i was like dude is he gonna drop like 60 or 70 I, he can't go for 70 no way he's going for 70 like we were saying no way he's going for 70 and he had 53 at the end of the third 53 that's less than what, what that's insane. <laughs> so he took run. every shot in the fourth um i think he went he went twelve of thirteen in the fourth. Twelve of thirteen, and I think so. I think he had like twenty six points, something like that. If had, my math is correct, he had twenty six at the half. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. He had twenty. He had twenty six at the half. Yeah. And twenty seven. Yeah. He had and twenty seven in the third quarter. That's fifty three yeah. points. Yeah. So he had 50, and he had he had fifty five in the second half. That's what happened. He did not yeah, have fifty five. Yeah, fifty five in the second half. Fifty five in the second. Yeah. Yeah. He did not have 55 at the half. I'm I'm wrong. I I pulled it up here because I I knew I was wrong. He went 7 of 15 from the field, but he went 12 of 13 from the free throw line. Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay, good portion of those were free. But he took 15 shots. Yeah, he took 15 shots with some guys averaging a game. He took in the fourth quarter. So, But that's Kobe. That's Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay, another headline from Double P. Headline, Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan to accept the head coaching job with the Los Angeles Angeles Chargers, sources tell ESPN. Yes. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I think, think, look, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but this is the first time that I will say I think the Chargers got it right, and I think they're they're finally going to give Justin Herbert an opportunity um, to break the Justin Rivers uh, moniker that I've given him and give the Chargers a chance to win, but let's not, let's not let's not be crazy. Let's not be crazy. Jim Harbaugh took a very 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 long time to win at Michigan, and he had to cheat to do it. Now I get it. So did Bill Belichick, um, but he did win. And and based on the other guys that have been there, this is definitely going to put I think uh, Justin. Rivers slash Justin Herbert, yeah, uh, Justin Rivers, yes, because he's like Philip Rivers, <laughs> just good enough to lose, um, just like Philip Rivers was. Um, I think this gives him an opportunity to get over that hump because I think he is—he's by far, I think, the best coach that he's ever that he's going to have. Uh, so they definitely have a, have a shot. Definitely have a shot. Mm. I, li- I, li- I like to hire a lot. I like I I You're not feeling like, I love. I like. I'm. I'm. A, I'm, I'm, a I'm, big a, I'm a, Don't forget, he was a quarterback of the Bears. So I'm a. I want him to succeed. I want him in the Super Bowl next year. I'm. A, I got a soft spot for Jim Harbaugh. He used to coach the 49ers. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a, I got a soft spot for Jim Harbaugh. He used to coach the 49ers. I was. I was rooting for him at Michigan, and they actually won. Don't get me wrong. I can't root for him. I'm not. I'm not going to say I could root for him. Uh, 
I'm not I'm not gonna root for him against my team when he's playing with with with, with the charges. But yeah. I'm all for this. I'm all for anybody that knows me knows I'm a Justin Herbert stand. I love Justin Herbert. I saw Dan Marino when I first saw him. I'm like, yo, that that looked like Dan Marino, except a better athlete. He just needs to be around better coaching more than anything. And he hasn't been. So yeah. and I, I just want to address something really quickly. Duke. Yeah. I got a question for you, Duke, Mr. Duke Baylocks, because you want to be involved in this. So let's talk about this really quickly. Tone, I want to rewind the clock really quickly. And I want you to tell me today, right? I want you to tell me today in 23-24, we got a point guard. We got a point guard in the league that's an all-pro defender, right? We got an all-pro defender. He's an all-NBA performer. He's a starter in the league, okay. leading his team to the playoffs. And he's in year three. Is that guy, and he's still in his rook deal, by the way, it, and, and, and he's still in his rook deal, is that guy a max player? No. How far are you going with him? And by the way, we're talking about it. We're talking about an all-league defender. This is what he is in year three. He's an all-league defender. He's an all-NBA performer. How far are you going in terms of a contract with that guy? I, I'm in not going back because, because you said one thing. And I'm going to hold you to this one thing. You said in 23-24. And in 23-24, teams do not value all-league defenders. They value offensive players. Right. So having an all-league defender doesn't get it. If he's an, if he's an all-world scorer, he gets the max contract. The all-league defender has to show me something on the offensive end or he's not getting that max contract. And personally, I think we, right. they have him for five years and you can go max. Uh, you can resign him up to that year four. I'd like to wait that fourth year because, like you always say, at year five, you kind of know who he's going to be. It's, it's probably, probably who you are. Who you are. So I, I, I want to take it as stretch it, unless you know, unless you know right away. Like you know, Luca, right away. You knew right away he's going to be superstar right. player, right? Unless right. it's one of those, I, I drag it out as long as I can. But I don't think the defender gets that max money nowadays. It's just, it's yeah, not right. valued. I'm right. not saying that's right, but it's not valued. Was it valued? Was it valued five years ago? How about in 19, in, in 18? No, I, I think you got to go back like, 20 years ago that it was still valued mm, Wow! because i think around i think around oh five ish we started to see the the i'm not saying that we stopped playing defense and all that other right. stuff. we stopped to value defense as much and right. i think around 10 10 we right. really started and 15 we really started to push offense offense and right now i think no one cares about anything but offense wow i think it's cyclical i think it's going to come back around but right now i, don't I want that I'm just having a difficult time with a guy that at that time was 22 years old, 22 years old, was an all league defender, was an all NBA performer, was a 15 and was a 16. I think he was a 16 and eight guy at that point. And with him being a 16 and eight guy at that point, I mean, he was leading his team to the playoffs and he okay, was doing let well. This. Let me ask you this. I know that it's just stats, right? Ever in the history, would you think a 16 and eight guy was worth max money? No. Uh, so, if, you, if, you, if you asked me that twenty, if you asked me that twenty years ago, Tone, no, I, I, I probably would have said no. But when I'm looking at the circumstances today and how teams are built and what it takes to get a guy and keep a guy and the amount what it's going to take to to keep a guy, absolutely. Yes, yes, sir. I do believe that. Okay. Um, Teddy with one more follow-up super chat from an individual ability skill set POV. Katie feels no player in history can do what he does. And to play devil's advocate, he has a point. Even MJ the GOAT can't say that because Kobe exists. Peak Braun was only rivaled by KD. Um okay. Braun was, Braun not was only Braun. rivaled by that's KD. Not, that is not true. 
That is not, not, and thank you for the super twenty dollars. Thank you for the super twenty. Yeah. Nothing, nothing <laughs> in know. that. Nothing in there is is actually true. No. Um, Katie, Katie, saying no one can do what he does. You're saying there's no like six ten seven footer that could shoot. I guess I, I guess during that time that 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 he's that he's saying that, but even still, I mean, KD wasn't just rivaled by James. He wasn't better than Curry. He wasn't. No, that's what I'm saying. What do you mean he was he only was not better than Curry? KD. He wasn't. He was not better than Curry. In fact, that's why he got on Curry Crew. Like we're talking again. We're talking about all time. Like all time. All time. Like again, we're not talking about even in you're not the best of your generation. Like, okay, let me go back. Let me go back because he's saying from a skill set. So what does what does KD do that no one else has ever done? Because that, that's what he said. That what what has he done that because Bird could shoot the lights out. He was six ten. Dirk right. Dirk Dirk was probably the greatest mid range shooter of all time. He was seven foot six ten whatever. So we've had big guys who can shoot the, who could shoot. So that's no. Is he an elite Dirk player? The best mid range shooter of all time, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, Who? yeah. He's in, and if Dirk? you don't, if you don't think so, he might be in that conversation. I'm Maybe. sure I, we 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 can have a conversation, but yeah. to just emphatically say Dirk is the best mid range shooter ever. I'm sorry, no, no, I I, I, I think so, but also of his yeah. time for sure he was right? right of Katie's time. Okay, yeah. so hold on, so so he's so he's not nothing that he can't do there. Okay, is he an elite defender? No. no. Is he an elite playmaker? No. Is One he of the best elite? scorers? I think is his. That's is, his. Is buckets. That's who he KD is. is. He's like, buckets. Like that's what he is. He's buckets. I can't I talk think... about you like I talk about Jordan. I can't talk he... about you like I talk about oh. James. I can't talk about you like I talk about Jabbar. I can't talk about you like I talk about these other dudes. You was buckets. That's Look, it. He's gonna... Listen, he's gonna hate. Listen, KD's gonna hate this. Right, because he's going to grow old, and this is what they're going to say. And I've told you this before, and he is going to hate this. In twenty years, when KD's sitting in his rocking chair, because we know how seven footers have bad knees, and he'll have to be in a, in, his, in a chair, he's going to be sitting there, and there's going to be you know a similar show like ours, and they're going to be talking about how KD was that generation's Dominique Wilkins, George Gervin. He was just buckets, and he is going to lose what little of his senses he has left. He is going to go. He's he's gonna lose his mind, but that's what they're gonna say. Now, is he better than Dominique? Yes. Is he better than George Gervin? Yes. But those were guys who were known for their scoring. That's my point. Uh, Carmelo, right? Carmelo, known for his scoring and not much else. I'm sorry, KD. That's who you're gonna be remembered as. Now, did you have better playmaking, ball handling, defense than some of those guys? Maybe, but no one. It wasn't elite. No one's gonna remember you for that, right? Uh, it's it's the knock against Curry. It's the knock against Magic, right? It's their defense, but they do other things. Both Curry and Magic could score. Could sh- I'm saying for both of them, not not right. both, right? right? Could score or could shoot or could post up or could ball handle. They could play make. They did other things to their game. KD right. is a scorer and will That's never true. be remembered for anything other than that. And unfortunately, lucky. scorers don't. We don't look back at scorers you know very fondly because i'm telling you 20 years i know i'm predicting i got my crystal ball it's right back here when you look in your crystal ball right people will look at kd and carmelo like i said like dominique like gervin mm-hmm. as, they, they were scores they were great great score oh man no one can score like those guys but they're not going to be in that conversation with the no. jordans with the lebrons with the they're just not they're was do- it because he was somewhat of an anomaly with just like his guard like talent but the scoring capability that he had with that like he he kind of opened up a door i feel like for um 
maybe valuing his body type or or even his skill set. Now we're looking at not like Wimby, right? A guard like player who's seven something feet tall, and they allow to play on the perimeter. Like, would did Katie kind of let open me, that door? This. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you say because because I, I I fight with people a lot on this. When you say guard like skills, mm-hmm. do you mean like? He, if you put him up against guards, he has the ball handling and maneuverability of a guard, or do you have to caveat it for a guy his size? Because most people say for a guy his size, and the second you have yeah. to put that caveat in, I'm sorry, that takes it out for me. That takes it out for me. So, can, can you you put his ball handling against the greats? Do you put him against no. Kyrie? For, for no. his uh, for his size, yeah, it is for his size. That asterisk, for his, no, for his, you might rule him out size. for that I'm out. Then I'm out. The second for his size, he was, size, for his size H, he was an he was an exceptional ball handler for his for his size one hundred percent. But to yeah. the dude in the chat that want to be involved in this, absolutely, Duke. Just so you know, KD was not a great shot blocker. You know, it was a great shot blocker. Rudy Gobert was a great shot blocker. You know, it was a yeah. great shot blocker. Marcus Cam is a great shot blocker. Rudy, not Rudy Gobert. I'm sorry. Kevin Durant finished ninth in Defensive Player of the Year. That's the only time he was in the top ten ever in Defensive Player of the Year ever. That's the only time he ever did that. That's number one. Number two, when we're talking about a guy in terms of his skill set offensively, did he revolutionize the game? Yeah, he did. But without guys like Dirk Nowitzki, without guys like Tony Kukoc, there is no Kevin Durant because the big guard, the big forward, he plays on a block. Hey, yo, so don't say, but you could say oh that, God. Jay. You could say don't that, but then there would be no Ingram. There would be don't, none of don't these sleep guys. Don't sleep on my guy, Rashard Lewis. Don't sleep on my guy, Rashard Lewis. Rashard Lewis, too. Tall at 6'10. Absolutely. Long. You like you like Rashard Lewis because I love Rashard Lewis. No one I love That's why. That's why you love him. That's why. And I can and I can dig that. I can definitely dig that. But most okay. So so here more than anything, KD is gonna be remembered. KD was KD is gonna be remembered as a bucket getter. That's it. That's what and he's going to remember most. That's what I'm talking about. That's what he will be remembered with. And I know, and I know, just FYI, Duke is actually Dell. Uh, don't be, don't get fooled. Um, or, or it might, it might even be KD himself, um, because when he says <laughs> yes, I think, yes, I think I, his handles, his handles, period, fluent. No, no, you don't. You're not putting him. You know, are you putting him in a conversation with Kyrie? No. Who are, are you putting him in a conversation with? Let me think of but other. You, you, I've heard you say for his size for other people like Magic. I've heard you say use that phrase for other people. So I don't think it's it's setting him up. When have I when have I said for his size for Magic? Uh, playmaking, facilitating. No, no. He's, uh, you've no. definitely said it. I'll find it. I'll find a clip. I, I, might said, help I, me out. I, I said, know you've used that I phrase said, for I his said, size. Maybe no, no, not. I, with- no, I what I said for Magic, I would say I said because of his size. Mm-hmm. I've said that before, because where he's, because he's six nine, he could see over defenders, or because of his size, he could defend bigger players. I've never said he's a great playmaker for his size. No, no maybe not playmaking, but yeah. I'm sure you. I don't know. I just think yeah. that let's keep the same energy across the board. I guess. Yeah, yeah for sure. But yeah. I agree with you both uh, as far as Katie goes. Like, just you're not in the goat conversation. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Haley. Who are the five yeah. greatest ball handlers of all time? In your estimation, H. If you had to, I mean, I don't know. If, All five, I guess I'd, I don't know, five, I guess age. I'd go, like, my top three, though, Steph, Kyrie, AI. Okay. Is, is, why isn't KD in that? KD's nowhere near. 
nowhere near. Right? Well, he ain't even in that conversation. Oh, you know maybe. I mean? like, hold on. Like, hold on. You still is CP3, Kyrie, Steve Nash, Rod Strickland, like Tim Hardaway. You could literally no, name Jamal Crawford. You could literally name yeah, 50 yeah. people who handle the ball. It's like, wait a minute. We ain't even talking about him in that conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, I no. just mean, it is for his size. So you're right. It's for his size. Yeah. So when like, someone says, no, he's a great ball handler. No, he's a great ball handler maybe for his size, but that yeah. doesn't even put him in the top 50. So no, you're not elite. A, a, okay. a rim protector. He was he was a better rim protector for two years that he played with Golden State. So what cool. player his size had had the same handles as him prior to KD? The same. The, Tony Kukoc best, was nice with the pill, but not though. as good as, good as he, Kevin Durant. He, was, he, he wasn't. He wasn't nice with Kevin. His, Tony Kukoc was nice with the pill, but he wasn't as nice as not KD. Not as nice. No, so is he the oh, best he player? Seven footers. I think for seven footers. Yeah. The thing. The thing is this. Yes, KD was better than his predecessors, but that's right. also because when you were six foot ten, seven foot, they didn't let you handle the ball. That's what I'm saying. And now they, my... hold on, but hold on, but now they're doing it more. And what I'm telling you is, you're going to see a lot more six eight, six nine, six ten, six eleven guys handling the ball. Ball and KD's ball handling skills are going to become average because but everyone saying... size is going to do it. That that's the whole point, though, Flua, is where I'm going with it. Is he set a precedent and he opened the door? We say that, right? You said, uh, Jay, that he didn't um, change the game, right? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't revolutionize the game. Are your words, right? Let me ask you your question a little bit better. Let me answer your question a little bit better, okay? Because you're you're saying who handled the ball at his size? Well, it depends on what size, because he says he's six nine. Um, Let's just go with seven foot. But he's not. He's not a seven footer. So when I say and above, well, first we start with Magic, who was no, no. first. Hold on, first big point guard at six nine, who opened the door. Hold on, who opened the door for um, uh, Grant Hill, for Tracy McGrady, for Scotty Pippen. All of those guys handled the ball because of him. So yeah. that's the guy who revolutionized it for big guys. And then we've just keep we've seen it get better and better right. and better. So, right. so yeah, it's been happening for years. So that's a different. Or his Re- revolutionizing it, revolutionizing it means changing it. Enhancing it means yeah. growing it. But no, and I but think I'm that's not saying, what KD did. But I'm not saying he revolutionized the fact that he was a ball handler. I'm saying he revolutionized the fact of how they played Kevin Durant and where they allowed him to play from on that. the floor. So I that's where that. I, I'm coming from. Yes. But, but and, and even, that's shooting. That. That's, that's that because of the shooting, not because of his ball handling. Because that's he paired was, them together at his size, all those no. things. I think he, I don't know. I don't no, know. because you had big guys. You had big guys bringing the ball up the court. But so were they shooting? Were they from the perimeter? Were they taking mid range shots? Were they in the paint? Even though you just time. proved my point. Really that was because, no, but that's because of his shooting, not because of his dribbling. That's because mm-hmm. of his shooting. They, they'd never have. Listen, if you would, if you took away, and again, you could do this for any player, but yeah, hear me out. If you took away his shooting. Okay, Kevin Durant is not a good enough ball handler or facilitator to be the guy that brings the ball up and and initiates the offense. He's not. He's not a good enough playmaker or a dribbler, right? The reason he was out on the perimeter was because of his shooting, not because of those other things. Oh, he can handle the ball, Tone. I I don't know if that's true. I think he could be a primary. I think he could be. He could handle the ball with the best of them. And to my man Leaf in the chat, just so you know, Leaf, Tim Hardaway, Isaiah Thomas, Allen Iverson, CP3 were not nicer than Kenny Anderson with the pill. None of them dudes were. So, oh, I don't know about Isaiah. Kenny, no, none, uh, of them, none of them dudes was nicer than Kenny Anderson with the pill. Before I before I met Kyrie Irving, that's a Jersey Kenny, thing. You're biased. Before I met Kyrie Irving, Kenny Anderson was the best Maybe. ball handler that I had ever seen. 
Jersey thing. Jersey. No thing. doubt about we gotta, it. We got to do a playback when we, we do our Flooner Go do some homework we'll, on we'll Kenny Anderson. Go watch Kenny Anderson with the pill. Okay. I know Kenny Anderson. We're going to do our show. I don't agree with anybody else, but I but I think you're biased because of the Jersey thing. Maybe And just so you guys know, Kenny Anderson is from Queens. He ain't from Jersey. He's no, no, oh, he, oh, okay. he played for the Nets when you were there, though, right? Mm-hmm. So he did, he did play for the Nets when you were in Jersey. No, we're gonna put that out there. He is not from gonna, Jersey. He, we're gonna I, do he, a show he, where we pull up highlights and cover. It. Yes. Okay, we don't have a, too much time because uh, we we got to get through these super chats. Um, so real quick, oh, we, <laughs> uh, oh, we covered this one, didn't we? Yes, no, we yes, we did. That's yes, why we just we did. did. Okay, but it's worth showing again. Thank you, thank you, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for your super chats. Um. Double P, Joel Embiid joined Wilt and the Admiral as the only centers to score 65-plus points in a single game. Does Embiid have a case to be a top-10 center all-time? No. Today? <laughs> Today? A case no. to be, maybe, in eventually. No. Okay. No. And, and you know what? You know what? This is what bothers me about big games. This is what no. bothers me. This yeah. is what bothers me. People look at one game, positive or negative and they'll be like oh look how bad this player played this one game or how great they played this one game and they want to elevate their entire careers because of one game right. no 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 agree no. good point um, mellow williams is halliburton the prototypical uh uh prototypical point guard you should build around yes yes, yes. If yes. you're going to build around a, a prototypical point guard, yes. Yes. That's why they paid him the max money. That's why they paid him max money because they're building that unit around him. Yes. I think it's going to pay off too. I, mm. I like what they're doing. 100%. Double P, not George Gervin. Elgin Baylor, my bad. Oh, yeah. We, we, we knew what you meant in the 60 plus scoring. We knew it. Mm-hmm. We knew it. We knew you meant Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor always gets forgotten. Oh. Okay, Teddy with one final super chat. It's hard to uh, elaborate within the confines of a super chat, lol. Uh, I, I said I was playing devil's advocate. I'm not oh. saying Katie's right, but I just think he's crazy to feel the way. Uh, P.S. He's underrated defensively. Salute, guys. Okay. No, he so, isn't. No, he's not. He's overrated. No, he isn't. He's overrated. He's overrated defensively, and I'll tell you why that's my opinion. Because he had two good years on the on the Warriors who were, I believe, the number one rated defense at the time those two seasons. And when you're around a bunch of better defenders, you become a better defender. And people look at those two years and they forget everything else. So now, is he a garbage defender? No, he, he's adequate. Um, but if you look at it over his entirety, he's he's an average defender. That's what in he the words is. Of, in the words of Tone, and when you say underrated, where would you rate him? That's right, the question. exactly. Yes, he's underrated if you think he's garbage, right? If right. you think he's trash, yeah. yes, he's underrated. Yes, if you yeah. think he's if you think he's elite, then he's overrated. He's, if you think he's good, okay, yeah. that's, that's, that's fair. That's properly rated, yeah. Okay, Delby, I got you. Final super chat of the day. Super Bowl 58. Spoiler, the San Francisco 49ers defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. Christian McCaffrey is named Super Bowl MVP. That's right. That is right. No, he's not. I don't think he is. I think he is. He just knows what's up. Um, the the here's what here. Here's the real Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. Jared Goff is the Super Bowl MVP, and he does this. To Matthew Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Browns fan. And that's that's saying something because you guys kind of annihilated us. Uh, so respect that. Okay, really quick before we jump off. Um, fluent, Super Bowl picks for this. Uh, or I mean, no. co- uh, divisional picks for. NFC Championship. Yeah. NFC and AFC Championships. Oh, yeah. All you got. All right. 
I'm going to go because, again, I know your picks. So that's why I don't care about my record because I'm only going to I know who you two are picking. So I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. One, because I really do like Jared Goff, and I hate the way the Rams threw him away. And two, I would run through a wall for Dan Campbell. And I think yeah. it's yeah. Kind of cool, yeah. he is kind of do, eh? What? He's not a dude I'd ever be friends with, but if he was ever yeah. my coach, I know oh, yeah. he, he would get the best out of me. I just, yes. just I uh, love him. So, yeah. so I'm, yeah. I'm going to go for the city of Detroit um, because one, I love visiting Detroit. I really do. I spend a lot of time in Detroit, and and they and they suffered for too long. Yeah. Okay, chill. Um, 49ers. I think are winning the NFC Championship and they're going to the bowl game. Um, I think it's a rematch from 2020. I yep. think it's the Kansas City Chiefs and the and the 49ers in the bowl game, and I'm looking forward to it. I am I, as good as Patrick Mahomes. I mean, as good as 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 Lamar Jackson is, the the thrower that he is, how awesome he is. I think that Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day, I think that that crew is just going to be too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fluent, did you say you who you had coming out of the AFC? Did you? Say no, you didn't ask. You only you only oh, asked. Yeah, yeah. Who's you, who do you who who's your other? other oh. Pick? Um, and then in the AFC, I really, 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 really want Baltimore. Um, I really, I really do. Your heart uh, does, but your mind knows. My heart, my mind is saying Casey yeah. just finds a way because they always freaking do. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with my heart on this one. On both my picks, I'm going to go with my heart. I don't care if I'm 0-2. I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with Baltimore Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson having a big game going to the bowl, even if he loses. Um, I think that 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 gets that gets a little bit of the criticism off his back because I think a lot of it is unjust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Baltimore, Detroit in the Super Bowl. Okay. And then uh my picks echo Jays. I do have a rematch. It's something we've been waiting for for the last few seasons. So uh give me 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs. That's a rematch yeah. of what? The Super Bowl. Porzingis What's is hurt. <gasps> what Super Bowl? Oh. is hurt. Uh, what do you mean, Niners and Chiefs? You don't remember that Super Bowl? No. When was that? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Who won that one? <laughs> Let's just move on. All right, you guys, we're gonna sign off for tonight. Uh, make sure to make sure to head over to playback. Uh, Bob and I, or Ox and I, are gonna be streaming the Dubs Kings game tonight. Dubs are coming Uh-oh. out on top. Uh, so make sure to come through for that, and then. Uh, you guys dropped fluent. You said you're on Saturday for Lakers Saturday, Dubs. 8 p.m. Lakers defeating the Warriors. <laughs> okay, and Jay, any upcoming games you want to drop? Um, you I'm know doing Mars and uh, Mars and I are doing the Denver uh, Philly game Saturday night. Ooh, I just, I just want you all there. to know, I just want you all to know, uh, it's the first one that I'm doing, and I have no idea what I'm doing, so anything can happen. Any, you just, yeah. it might, it's gonna be It'll very. Be fun. It'll be very unpredictable because I don't even know what the hell I'm supposed to do. Just show up and be you, Fluin. Just show no, it's, up. And it's, be it's, you. it's essentially just talking. It's talking basketball. The game's like gonna be on. The game. That's it. That's exactly what but it it's is. It's fun because you get to like know people more, and like you, you end up talking about like not just basketball. Can I do? Can I do like ninety day like pillow talk? Can I like lay on my couch or like in my no. in my bed yeah. or something? That's not the way that works. No. No. <laughs> All right, guys. Please get the likes up too before um, we close out here. We really appreciate when you guys do that. If you're not a member, like I said, please subscribe. And there's a QR code down in the corner. If you want to get some PC merch, I I, I don't think you want to miss out. We got some. I don't know PC merch. Everyone's been asking for Fluent and Chill merch. I don't know. We better Mm. better get that added in there. Better get on that. Better get on that, Claire. (laughs) 
the deal. All right, you guys. Have on. a good rest of your night. Thanks for tuning in this Thursday. We'll see you next week. Jay? Take it light, but take it. Oh, <laughs>